Catch me in the cherry red 150. Uh. Got the glizzy lock in the stizzy. Chip. Pop a glizzy doing 60 down a one. Wizzy drunk pissy. Trying to cruise through the avenue while my people just popping bottles up in Sioux. Rendezvous. Yep. Fuck that. Spun a UE. Lost a hubcap. Was back in the shack. Came back in a what's, what's that? that? Straight from Paris. Checking Gabby's new baby carriage. Pally Alice. Auto burn. Cherry reddish. Fresh out the dealer. Got a tech for the squealers. We're invest for the killer. Nothing less cause it's realer in the big apple. Where it's quick to get your shit. Tackle enemies. Spit at you. Best friend. Kidnap you. Trust no one. Got beef. Bust jug on you. Don't need no one. Talking about that you owe them. I'ma go for Dodo. Scarface. What? I'm a Nolo. One deep. Probably a solo. Duffing heat. Throwing bullets. It's hard. It's so hard. Ay, ay, ay. That verse is hard. That made him about that. How he did that? Listen, he was 500 pounds. Hey, listen. Maybe more. I'm but, trying to live. Maybe more. But you know what? You got through it. You 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 you, yeah, you were bumping through, but you got through it. And, I, and, I, I want to know how he did that, though. Well, listen. We got Liza Rios. I'm at the accent. Star Rios on the Premium P Show with Mistress and Nose. Let's, let's get to it. It's going to be a good one. Let's get to it. Ow. Cheer. Come on, everybody, get set, let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Pete Show. If you want to scoop in the low, down low, listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. Miss Lissa knows. It's the Premium Internet. Pete Show. It's with great pleasure to welcome my friends, or my friend, I haven't met you yet, but now we're going to meet you and the Internet's to meet you. Liza Rios Ow. and Star Rios. Hey. Welcome to the show. Hello. Yo, that sounded super professional. Like, super, You're like, getting burr. better. No, yeah. no, I sounded like I was, I was fucking doing a Geico commercial. A- anyway, listen. I forgot where I was at. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Liza, good to see you. It's you know? good to see you. You're it's always here. great to see Liza. I love Miss yes, Liza. Love yeah, yeah. Listen, you know, it's, it's, it's special to see, honestly, it's special to see when someone who's been through a journey and then to see them flourish and mm-hmm. see them like continue to flourish and really just continue to keep their head high. Oh, you thank know? you. R- right off the bat, let's go. Mm-hmm. Star Rios. Star Rios. Okay. <laughs> First born. First born. Okay. Oh, you how, no! How did, <laughs> how, did, how did you come up with is Star her real name? Is Star your real no, name? No, she, no, that's not. That's, okay, she has tell, a slave name. Tell me about this. I don't. She don't want to. I, I will not discuss a slave name. Okay, but um, she has a slave name. Okay, how long have you gone by Star? Um, since like I was like fifteen. So was it because you just did not like your name, or was it because the the block was like already embracing you as Star, so you decided to go as such? Um, a little bit of both. I really hated. Um, the name, my government name. Yeah, like, I really never understood like why my parents named me a regular. Your, father, your dad did, but yeah. well, my father I named agree, me a regular like. Baby was it Esmeralda? No, my, no. My, my 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 government name is Amanda. Okay, that's not oh, that that's bad. Nice. No, I was I thought it was gonna be extra Latin, <laughs> no, like <I> mean, Kiss. <laughs> nah, it was a pun um, named them. I agree to it. You know that's. But um yeah, so I was just like I really hated my name, and then um just in um. I say, like, freshman year of high school, I just, like, named myself Star. And, like, everyone always used to say, like, you have, like, you, you have like, a superstar. Sticker. And I used to always wear star stickers on my face. Um, I had, like, these big star earrings. Like, I just was into, like, being, like, I don't Be- know. Being a star. Yeah. So Did just, you immediately embrace that, Miss Liza? Or were you like, no, your name is this. No, I named I, you. I, 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 I refer to her as star in public, but in the house, I don't call right, her that. Right, right. Of course. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, yeah. It's You're like, Amanda, so get, cool get, get the, the fuck over here. Yeah. <laughs> but in, in public, you know, I refer to her, you know, as her. Did you ever do music? 
Um, actually, um, on February seventh, that just passed, I dropped my first uh, music video. Oh. It's like a little freestyle to um to ease B. Who's that girl? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just wanted to do something fun, and it was like a good following because I just did um Star Reels, a firstborn documentary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and who was that with? That was with uh, uh, Dot Saint Luna and okay. Joseph Rivers. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, it came I see. Out in January. Yeah. It came. Yeah. The, that, the that, documentary that. came out and actually in December. Okay. Yeah, like December 27th or some shit like that. Yeah, it's on YouTube and Yeah, uh, it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um you could just type in Star Reels the Firstborn documentary and it'll come up. Yeah. And um the music video is called Your Highness. Mm-hmm. And you're rapping. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of <laughs> Have you always wanted to rap and you are you're just doing it just to um honestly the- uh, i mean growing up i i wrote I, I sang and i rap but it wasn't like my lane like it wasn't something like it wasn't my passion like i wasn't like i want to do this um but like recently i was like what can i do to startle people because like you know <laughs> so i was like i was trying to do something like that so that's why um i did the track and the i did it really for the feedback to see how people gonna react right. to it and the reaction was crazy yeah like People's like, like they were dragging it though. Like, you're up next. This is what hip hop need. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, now, now, <laughs> I was like, I'm not ready for this. Do it on your back. <laughs> now, now, were you were you worried because being Big Pun's daughter, you know, um, that people would be like, you know, She's judging you or just course. like, because you mean, know, honestly. The world is a different than when your pops was born. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, well, pops was moving and grooving. Well, now, yeah, you know, times is different now because we have, like, social media. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, the biggest platform right now. Like, that's where people get praised and bullied, you yeah, know? Yeah. So, right. So, yeah, of course, um, I already know I was going to get judged. Like, people's going to judge me no matter what. Mm-hmm. But, um, honestly, I got more greater i got more great feedback than negative right. like it was like 98 percent good nice like nice. yeah everyone was just um and of course I, I wrote i wrote something and i felt like it wasn't good enough because i do feel like i have expectations to reach because i'm big pun's daughter i'm not like some regular right. average bitch from the bronx mm-hmm. like, talk about like, it i feel like i got you know i'm 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 a, I'm a daughter of a legend yeah. you know from you know from the bronx like mm-hmm. first latino rapper to ever go platinum was solo line rapper so i'm like i got Dimelo, dimelo. You know, I got to oh meet. My. So, so my brother actually, I, I had my brother to help me. That's smart. Yeah, because my brother, Chris to Rivers. me, he's the, yeah, Chris Rivers, to me, he's the best lyricist, like, in mm. our time right now. So, um, yeah, we, but the thing is, me and my brother has such a big disconnection because we're really different. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm more like street, like, mm-hmm. and hood, and mm-hmm. he, and the lingo, I, I talk more hood and Sure, lingo. most definitely. And he's very um conservative. He's very conservative, reserved, and he's like kinda like a nerd. What's his like, sign? He's, he's a he's a Scorpio. I'm a Sagittarius, Sagittarius, he's a Scorpio. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. I'm a Sagittarius. You're a fire sign, got you. So when, when <laughs> November what? I'm December, oh, December seventeenth. Okay. Yo, when how old were you when Pun passed? I was nine. Nine. So what is some of your fondest memories? Because I remember uh, when we had Chris when I spoke to Chris and, and you know, he, he had some memories but he was young. Right. You know, you would you, you being I the mean, first I'll born. I have the most memories since I'm the oldest. But um, what were some of your greatest? As the good ones, I know there's some bad ones too. Um, <laughs> um, the greatest memories will have to just be um, will have to be like towards the end, like as far as like towards when like his death. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to um, live in a hotel and um. My father really just loved the pool. Like, I think because he felt light and he's like, he could just like <laughs> do handstands and like do shit he couldn't do. Like, you like half your weight in the water. Yeah, exactly. I never knew that. I used to pick <laughs> yeah. people up and I was like, yeah, oh and shit. And he really loved, and just, I just remember him being so like nice and so like peaceful and like being in the pool and just chilling with us and just like, 
just be so like happy mm-hmm. and just that that's simple moments like that but i'm be honest i don't have like i can't name like you know hundreds of moments yeah. because we have a crazy i had a crazy childhood and upbringing and i was the first child so i you know when you're the first child you get it like the worst right because you're the oldest you're like the trial and error like they're gonna <laughs> they learn yeah from and, and you, and you kind of like look out for the little ones mm-hmm. and you kind of like just hold the most of the pain the way right. everything so yeah so they don't feel it you know so you, we fucked up her life the most yeah now you know you know you know, <laughs> you, you know it's funny watching a documentary watching the, uh, you know we're just watching it and uh you know there's a part where you know you broke down and uh you you almost that, started to cry. It was a one second broke down. That touched people Millions. talk about that one second. Like no, no, there's nothing wrong that with that. Matter. I, it, no, it's that was just monumental. one second that I really touched people. It was just a second. Like, you started to think about your father, and you started to think about the moments, you know, that you know, just not really growing up with a father and stuff like that, not having him there and missing him, or not really just even getting that chance. You know, got, has that been tough for you to growing up with no dad? Forget about Big Pump for a second. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, because even when he was there, we didn't really do, like, the typical, like, you know, father-daughter thing. Like, you know, we, we did we did some shit, like, but it was, like, it wasn't normal. Like, you know, he told me how to fight and told me how to put, like, bullets in a gun and, like, crazy <laughs> stuff. Like, like, my father was, like, he was trying to, like, raise me but to be, they, like, a they, little they, gangster or some shit. Like, they did lack the father the, the fatherhood that that you want from you know from yeah father. sure, like sure. Going to the park, go outside and play and the quality time and, and, the quality the, time, yeah. and you know, you know like nice stuff, talks like. and shit well yeah we'll bounce around throughout this whole episode of different things mm. but Liza you mentioned something one time about um, Y2K how Big Pun was so scared about Y2K, Y2K when we in, uh, right? oh my god yeah what, 2000 what did um, he do what did he, he do he actually had, had all, <laughs> my father we was actually living in a cab base <laughs> yeah, you, you can't, like you can't make this shit money, up. My father had money, but we was living at the cat base, and um, that was that was a, that was the midsection because we was either recording in Sony Studio like for a week at a time. Yep. And then we, when he got tired from that, we would shoot up to the hotel and White Plains. But if for whatever reason, for whatever reason, if the ride he felt that was going to be too long, that he wouldn't be able to make it to White Plains, we would end up in the <laughs> studio, and we would end up, I'm sorry, in the cat base, which was. Yeah, right there on Westchester Avenue was right next to the old Riddlers. It was a cabbie, so mm-hmm. we would end up there. You would and never think just, like a platinum recording artist no, would live in a no, cabbie. No, people would never think that. He and his album was platinum at the time, and we sitting in the in the a bed like in the in the in the regular cabbies with a bed, and then there's like a it was like a couple of stairs with another little landing, and they had their bed in there, mm-hmm. and then we had a um a protein a pro propane heater okay. that we could have died in there. It's like yeah, that shit was, was like ridiculous. all day and night we freezing in there. So yeah, for the Y two K, he was he thought that the world was gonna end, and he had we the have, life. He had the um the we all had the, he had the bulletproof vest. So wait, so all the kids had wore bulletproof vests. We all had bulletproof vests on. And Me, we had, my brother, had my sister. Guns. Wow, he had and that shit was out. heavy. We, mind you, we was like like I was like what eight nine. Yeah. Like that shit is like kind of heavy for a little he had them strapped on they were sitting on the bed my mom came <laughs> my mom came to calm the ball down and she's all you know she's just you know happy for, to bring the ball and the kids what she say when she came up. in and seen... she, she she was she knew that was a norm yeah. she knew like that was but what, what it was me, though, that this nigga once it hit 12 o'clock like my you know like people like yeah mm-hmm. my yeah. father literally was like this he was like, shit. And he was like this, going. looking at the door with the gun. <laughs> yeah, like, some was, movie shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, we was real quiet like this. Like, he really thought people was going to come through the door and kill us. Yeah, like, and, and, <laughs> and when nothing happened, that's when my son, he was tired. He said, that's it. Nothing, that's it. He got tired and he went to sleep. But, yeah, he was really paranoid. That's why 
the year after when the towers actually went down, mm-hmm. that was something that I was happy that he was not able to see. Because mm-hmm. yeah. if Pun was present while that went down, yeah, he would have been straight locked down. We would have been straight locked down. We wouldn't have been able to come out the house because he was really excessively paranoid. Yeah. So I think that's where I get that a- shit from. We wouldn't have been cause... able to come outside. What about conspiracy theories? What Did he believe in those? Like, we didn't even get into all of that. And we, like... Me and him, we didn't even get into all of that because of the type of relationship that yeah. you know, we didn't get to talk a lot about stuff that we should have but yeah I mean I, I don't really know much about I mean he wasn't really much of a conspiracy theory well how long just, were you guys together before you had Star um well I was with him at 14 and I had her at 17 you're a junior isn't both of you junior high school sweethearts yeah. not even high school sweethearts junior, junior high school, high school, school so I sweethearts I was 14 I was 14 um I got pregnant with her at 17 I got married at 17 damn yeah, yeah. <laughs> but actually actually there's a lot that happened before then I remember you know you were uh, Got sent away from Pond. Wait, so you yeah. met Pond when you were in junior high school? Yes. Tell us even tell us about the the first date, how that went down. Um, the first date was after a few weeks after meeting him. Uh, my girlfriend hooked us up, like you know, to date, and it was on some slow talking, whatever. And then it was a, you know, one day I asked my mom if you know I could meet um this kid, and she said fine, and I jumped on the twenty seven bus and went down Soundview. Oh, Soundview. Last, <laughs> yeah, of course, Soundview. Went the last stop, got off the last stop, then we walked around the water and. Did all of that. Look at him being romantic. Yeah, I got water down there and everything. And then um, <laughs> we came back, you know, before curfew. And we ended up um, hanging out in front of the steps. And we ended up falling asleep on the on the stoop. And my mom came up like at 3 in the morning, found us sleeping outside. And then she brought us downstairs. And he actually spent the night the first time. Really? Yeah. But was, in different rooms. Yeah, of course. Different <laughs> rooms. Now, now, did he put a move on you the first uh, No, no. It wasn't. Just kissing? It was, yeah, it was just kissing. It was all new because I never did anything. It was my first boyfriend. So everything was him was uh, a nice little journey. And, and yeah, he was persistent here and there. And then it was it was really around the time. like was for, we, we started dating in April. So, and that November, it was his birthday. So me trying to be the nice girlfriend, I said, hey, you know, I'm going to give him Yeah, you're you know, going to give him, him some. Because I, you know? I, remember, I remember you saying that uh, you were going to wait for a while. You wanted to wait till you were married, Yeah, actually. I wanted to wait till married. But then I, I jumped the gun. I was 14. He was mm-hmm. 15. It was going to be his birthday. So it was November 5th because his birthday is the 10th. Okay. So it was November 5th. I was going to give it to him even five days earlier. Mm, look at you. you know, look at you. Like, like, so that from there, it's like, um, yeah, we set it up. My mom, she was, you know, she was a single mom, and she would get up like at 4 in the morning and work at the, she used to work at the World Trade Center building. Okay. Uh, you know, like some cafes, I forgot the company, but she worked at the American Express building and she would leave at the house by six in the morning, five thirty, she was out. So he's coming he came to check me in the morning and we tried to, but nothing really happened. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just, you know, he was he couldn't get up. It was mm-hmm. just, you know, awkward situation. We ended up taking a shower. Then I ended up writing him a letter. My mom found the letter the next day. That's when hell broke loose. And then my dad took me away for a year and a half, you know, to Long Island. Then when I left his mom, um, he was upset that I left, and then he didn't want to sell no more drugs. So then his mom kicked him out, and then he ended up, uh, my mom ended up picking him up. Wait, so that's then, crazy. So yeah. I'm living in Long Island with my dad, and then he's living with my mom. Yeah, yeah, so then he, that's crazy. So your mother basically let him live in the house. Yeah, she felt bad. He was homeless in the street, so she opened her doors and wow. let him in the crib. And how old was he when this was? He was like 15. And he, he, was, was he was just turning 16. 16, okay, birthday. yep, yep. He was just turning. Yeah, and he, and he missed out on the cake. He missed out on the cake, but at least he had a... A bed and a pillow to lay right. on. <laughs> and, and then you're in Long Island, and then you make your way back. How did you get back to... I made it back in a year, a year and a half later, you know, Damn. just doing good in school, not having no contact with him, you know, because I wasn't allowed to contact. My dad was recording the conversations in the house. Wow. So I was like, I couldn't even sneak a call or nothing like that. So once um I stood out of trouble for the year and a half, I was able to come back 
um, to, long, um, to the Bronx. I was 16. Mm-hmm. Then my mom, you know, my mom and him, they kept in contact. Because he's still living with her for a while, but then he had to leave at some point. Mm-hmm. And then they stood in contact. And my mom used to work. Um, at, my dad had a security business, so okay. she would work for my dad. My mom would work for my dad, so my mom would hire um, Pun to clean the office. Okay, nice. So then they kept in touch and, you know, and, and built their own relationship. So after I came back from Long Island, my mom was pressing me to call him. And I waited for the whole summer because I didn't want to get into trouble. I didn't want, you know, I wanted to stay focused. And I had to get a job and, you know, take care of myself and... And, you know, she kept pressing me the whole summer to call him. And the moment I did, you know, he came like two days later to visit me and we was inseparable. And then after that, then she was giving me a hard time that I was with him. And it's just a long story. <laughs> like now, now, like now you got to leave him or marry him. So it was like one or the other. Because I think my dad found out that she we was together. So then my dad kind of like, I guess, put the pressure on her. Right. saying my mom is not backtracking. Like, oh, you can't be with him, but it's already too late. Like, you already pushed me Like, you kind of hooked this yeah, up, Exactly, mom. you know what I'm saying? So, so you got to get married at a young age. When you got, at 17. When, you got married at 17. He was what, 18? 18. Okay. I had to get my parents to sign off for me. Wait, so oh, that's right. They had to sign yeah. off. How did you convince your dad? Um, I I didn't like um I I didn't even know if I knew I needed only one parent, I would only have my mom. <laughs> right. But then I I didn't know at the time, so I asked both my 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 parents, and I mean, it's at a point where they just felt like I was gonna do regardless. I was already out the house. Mm-hmm. I already moved out at seventeen, and after uh, three months later, I asked. You know, he proposed, and I asked for the signature. So it was it was a done deal. And this so is before this is this is before Pum was even rapping. Yeah, this is he was just hustling in the streets. No, he wasn't hustling. I mean, he was hustling before mom was then. Him some jobs. He was hustling before then when we first started dating. He was on the cozy corner, Salvi. He was hustling, mm-hmm. and then at some point, you know, when I when I came back from Long Island, he wasn't hustling because that was my thing. I didn't want him hustling while I was with him. Right. You know what I'm saying, and then from there, he was when I came back from Long Island, he was supposed to go to Florida with his grandmother. But then he decided to stay because he wanted to stay with me. Mm-hmm. So then he had an opportunity to go to Florida and do the boxing and everything. But he's still behind. But then he was homeless. But I didn't know that. So mm-hmm. he was homeless, bouncing around, you know, friends, washing his ass in a pump, having his ha- um his clothes stashed in a building, in an abandoned building. So once I found out that he was homeless, then I, I was working a McDonald's job. So I took my bullshit, you know, my check. And with my mom, me and my mom, we went and got him a, a, a room in, home, in um, Hunts Point. Okay, nice. So we got him a furniture room in Hunts Point. I paid a few weeks, whatever, front. Then he was bumping trucks, you know, at Hunts Point, you know, for money. You know, they bump trucks on and off for money. Then one day he was really broke, and he ended up calling his family lawyer, Mr. Gersock. And that's when the lawyer was like, oh, my God, I've been looking for you. Oh, that's he right. He, that case. He, he had a case. The w- case what happened was, to him? The case was when he was like five, six years, four, five years old. Uh, it was a building. I believe it was Cl- Clinton Towers and Matt. And then, um, That's by my had, house on like 54th? There was a big building. It was Clinton Towers, I believe. Yeah. And they had like do, doing construction and they didn't have no, no barricade, no kind of. And he was a kid and he climbed up like two, three stories high. Wow. And then he fell down. And when he fell, he landed on his cheekbone, um, smashing his cheekbone. And then when his foot landed, his foot landed and the impact, it snapped his ankle off. Oh my so his, God. So it was still connected with the skin, but the ankle bone was totally detached. Oh my God. So then they had to have a, a, a doctor from India come. India. And then they had to Not take. Uh, a bone from here because she was the best at the time, I guess, because they had to reconstruct his whole knee. How old was Pun to, when that happened? He was six, four. Oh, four. my goodness. So they had to reconstruct and put wires and metals and then, like, take a bone from here and fix here his cheekbone. And then his mom put a lawsuit in. And thank God they never settled until he was 18. Like, they kept that there. Right. So and, so then later on he finds so out he that won, how much. He got half a million dollars um, tax-free. Wow. 
So then the 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 payment was a hundred thousand dollars. He gave you back your room, your room money. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was eight it was a hundred thousand dollars up front, okay. and then it was eighteen hundred annuity for ten years. Okay, okay. okay. And then in the year two thousand, it was another a hundred thousand. Okay. But that hundred thousand went like that first. Matt, you give a kid right. What, what did he buy? What did he buy? I mean, we looked like two drug dealers. Like, we had, like, rope chains. We had name Hell figure. We looked twins. Chinchillas. The, 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 you know, the, the whatever coat bus back then with the big hood. I don't know, Nordicas, whatever. Okay, Nordicas. Right. then. Polo. Whatever coat it was back then. And, you know, we had the Nordicas and the Gap and, you know, and, um yeah, he just spent a lot of money bullshit. Like, he cleared some debt in the street, and, right. you know, from his mom, you know, pay your lawyer, stuff like that. What's up with uh, Pun and his mom? I mean, I know there's so much we'll get into sideways mm-hmm. stuff, like, meaning, like, you know, a lot of his demons right. were from mom. Right. You know, wh- wh- why did they never get along? She, I know she, she, how did she, what did she exactly well, do to well, him? Well, the the issue with the mom was that um, his upbringing, she was, uh, she was, she was using. Okay. You're not sure exactly what or how long she was using. And then uh, the man that she married after his dad uh, abused him, and he was also using. He was an old vet, and and um, so it, he he was physically abused, mentally and physically abused. Yeah. So, so the guy used suffered. to hit hit pun. Yeah, the the stepdad used to abuse used to abuse pun. So then growing up. I think I remember me seeing them together. Their relationship was a, a pure volatile relationship. It was a hate love relationship. He loved his mom, but there was a lot of hate, a lot of resentment. Um, he will come at her for his past. You know, you know, like a child comes to your parent, like you hurt me. You know, yeah. you done this to me, and she would never admit. She would never drop the ball and say, "You know, I fucked up. Mm. I did this to you." So he was looking for that. And he never and got never, it. He never I, got it. I remember it. you saying that she uh, got. She gave. She gave the right response that he probably would want to hear. After interview, after his passing, and someone asked, so like, what would you say if Pun was here? Yeah. And her response was, and when I heard, I was like, that's what that's he exactly needed. What he needed to hear for that healing. You know, all parents do it. Like my kids all came at me like gunning. You know what I'm saying? And 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 at the time, I had and, and as much as it hurts, but it's that pill you gotta swallow. Say, so you know what? I fucked up. Yeah. yeah. I fucked up. I fucked. You know, I I messed up. You know what I'm saying? I dropped the ball, and you gotta. And there's no excuse. It's like I take ownership. Like I messed up. You know what I'm saying? And it takes time after they get older to understand where... Because, you know, it's, it's hard. Like, I, I never really realized how serious it is to have a kid. Like, I'm 17, I'm have a kid. I'm 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 a kid having a kid. Right. Yeah. And as you try to figure out life and you go through depression, you're trying to figure out life and figure things out, you're fucking up your kid's life. And yeah. it's not intentionally. It's just... Yeah. That's how shit is. Because you're trying to figure out... Yeah, you're trying to figure out and then I'm neglecting them. I'm not, you know... I'm looking for love in the wrong place. I'm, they, being, they were already neglected... When Pun was alive, and then is even still being neglected afterwards. Me going through the depression of the abuse and right. trying to figure things out, and and you know, so it's, it's a lot going on. You know what I'm I remember, so, I remember you saying that, um, you know, Pun died with a broken heart. Yeah, because he and it was his mother's love he wanted. Yeah, and and, and my relationship, yeah. my relationship with him mimicked the same relationship and with suffered mom. and suffered and he, because yeah, of what it. What he what he witnessed his mom go through. Yeah, and I would say through. you look at a man and look look at a man. You want to see how a man treats a woman? Look at the relationship between his mother and him. I would mm. say that. Mm. Look at the relationship between them, and a lot of times it's, it's gonna it's eye opening. Yeah, and our, my relationship was the same like hers. It's a love hate, and I think he just had a lot of resentment, a lot of anger, and like he never had. Like, uh, he didn't grow up with, like, uh, well, a, like yeah. a, a mother figure, mm. a woman figure, mm. someone that he loved and would respect and honor. So, yeah, he was, it was... That had to be tough. And I, I'll tell you one thing, too, you know, um, before you got married, I remember right. you saying that, um, you know, y'all had some altercations and you went to, 
the uh, wedding. You got married at what? City Hall, right? Yeah. And you went to the City Hall and you had a black eye. No, what I did was I, I had the black eye when I went to get the marriage license. Oh, okay, marriage That's license. Was, so, yeah, so going there with a black eye, I'm like, something, something's, something's not right. Something's not right, but, yeah. You know, I was young. I was 17. You know, it wasn't a situation. I, I was already pregnant. It wasn't something that I felt like I could even go back home. So and it was someone that I loved. So it was something, and then someone that promised that it would never happen again, and you believe it. So you just lay in your bed. How what was it like to... the first time it happened? Like what? What was what was the shift in the love hate? Like where did it go from love to the hate? It was really like um, the situation. The first time he ever got physical was over an argument when um, when I first got back from Long Island, and he was asking me about a boy that I kissed in Long Island in school. So he was kept asking me, and, and I was honest. You know How did he so, know about that? It was no Snapchat or Instagram. It wasn't, but because he asked me, so I was honest. Oh, I, my 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 yeah. flaw is that I'm honest. Mm-hmm. So you know, so basically, I was honest, like yo, this a boy. You know, I'm being sarcastic. Yo, honestly, honestly, sometimes I say honesty is the best policy, but sometimes what people don't know won't hurt them. But I respect but people that, like but you too. For me, that I was, I I can't. No, that's no, why I, I am. It's like if you're not tough enough to take the truth, then that's your problem. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So. For me, I was letting him know, and um, he had a problem with it. And I remember him pushing me once the first time, like against the the school right. the school gate, and then he was upset and he left me. And I'm like screaming behind him, like "Oh my god!" Like you know, all dramatic and stuff. Right. I think back always that time. What if I would have flipped it another way? You know, what things would have been, or what if I was that chick was a crazy chick? Like the minute he hit me, me come out. Like the, then the first time that he really hit me was that time when we broke up for a short time in junior in high school. Right. Right. And that in that short time, I had I had Chinese food. I had a Chinese food um um dinner with a kid up the block. And we bought Chinese food, and we ended, up, eat, eat. we ended up we ended up eating upstairs in my in my apartment with my when my mom and my aunt was there. So it was nothing crazy, nothing nothing happened. We finished Chinese. He went back home. Somehow he knew about it. I don't even know how. I just know months later we're living in my own apartment. He calls me. He's like, "Yo, come down the block. Come to the end of the block." So I'm like, okay. So I come down in the block, and who is he standing with? The kid I ate Chinese food with. What? I'm like, how the fuck is? I'm like, why is he standing with this kid? So he's like, oh, you had Chinese food, and he was, and I was shocked. The kid was like scared and shocked, standing there too. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, we he has some words, and I just know he gets back. So I'm like, pra in the middle of the street. And then, but after that, you know, I went home hysterical, crying and stressed out. But then after that, it's like, you know, it's. You know he he apologizes, apologizes. You know, beg, um, begs for, for forgiveness. They always cry. They they never gonna do it again. So mm-hmm. that you know, and it's a series. And after a while, you believe it because it's never happened to me before. I Love never experienced that. I don't even know what domestic violence was. I right. never seen it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know where it comes from. You know, so I believed it. And that and and there's a series. They do that for a while. Like I'm sorry, sorry. Then from a sorry, it's like you making me do right. this. Why you make me do this? It's like oh, you must want to get hit. This is what you're. Then then after that, I was like you're my slave, and this is how it is. Damn. So it's a it's a it's a it's a progression that goes. But he was cool with your mom. So even though he didn't have his mother, he had yours. How does she feel about this? Or did she try to help him? Or did no? He- I mean she. The, how my mom feels about the abuse I know after the death she felt guilty that she never approached him about it and never said right. anything my my family never spoke on it like I hid it for many years and then when it was exposed they didn't approach him about it they didn't speak about it and the relationship with my mom and him was alright but as he got older it wasn't as close you know what I'm saying right. like punished school years you know what I'm saying like and um 
you know, it wasn't as close as like, you know, it was like he had this love and respect for my mom that he was going to treat me any better. Right. That didn't matter. Well, especially to the fame and the money, I'm sure it just took over like, you know, his style and how he was moving. I mean, yeah, it did get to his head a little bit. Like, he did get a little more sometimes impossible to deal with. But I don't know. It, you know, I think with combination with the fame, but more so like um, everything that he was dealing with in his life, aside from the fame, like carrying that weight, six hundred pounds, that shit is... Yeah. Well, he, didn't, oh, he, he wasn't big always, right? No, I, I met him. He was like 215, rock solid. Okay. I, I seen a picture on Boxing. your Instagram. Yeah. Um, which is pun is her, right? Yeah. Pun is her. And uh, I seen him on like on a beach chair. You know that picture of... Uh, yes, me and him and on him. the beach chair. Yo, I was pregnant with her. <laughs> Homeboy looked like 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 a, like a kilo dealer from Columbia. And he was gaining weight right then. Mm -hmm. That's when we first moved to Florida. We just first got married. Mm -hmm. You know, he was eating good. I was cooking a lot. And he just started gaining weight there mm -hmm. so but um yeah and it just progressively you know but before even that when um you had star mm -hmm. right at 17 yeah so basically when you got married the next month you were pregnant no um i got pregnant in february when i first i first started having sex in january and then mm -hmm. i tried to get the con contraceptives and you know they said uh the, t the doctor bed then said use it for two weeks mm -hmm. and i literally used it for two and a half weeks but back then the birth control was you really had to use it for two three months right back then it's not like the day's birth control mm -hmm. so i thought it was good two and a half weeks so when that's when we did the whole back of the bleachers situation. Now, now, now th that's where Star was conceived and yeah, where? In, in, in Monroe High School, in the back of the as bleachers. As you stared at the stars. Exactly. As now, we now she, at the stars. she was conceived there because y'all didn't have really I mean, yeah, hotels. at the time we didn't have a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? We had money. We didn't have money. When we did, we go to hotels and that was a time that we didn't have money. It was nice outside. We was like, you know what? We laid down these nice <laughs> puffy coats down and <laughs> went, did the business. And, Get the business going. And then like a month later is when I was feeling a lot of pain and I went Damn. to the doctor and realized I was pregnant. Star, so, now, now you have a son, right? Mm -hmm. You didn't have him in the bleaches, right? You didn't conceive yeah. him. Okay. <laughs> now, let me ask you something. One thing I love that I saw in the documentary is you wearing your pop's clothes, arguing with mom. Mom is like, leave the goddamn clothes alone. This yeah. is my husband's clothes. You saying this is my father's clothes. Right. I want them. And I looked at them and I said, some of them were real dope. That one, that denim one with the map. And I was mm -hmm. like, Dan, these these things are humongous. What size were those things, man? Um, they well, they're the actually the map one I wear. I had her like make it smaller and it's still huge. Like it's like over six X. It's really, really yeah. Big. It was because like I wear them as like big dresses. Or, right. Like, I wear a lot of skirts, so I, like they tucked in. So it was like. It's just like the arms is big, but it's like I just like the style. So they were it. custom made. Yeah, yeah they were custom made. Who did he used to go? Did he used um, to go to Troy from Five Thousand and One Flavors did all his clothes. Okay, Troy. Because it got to a point where he was already passing the six X, and um, big and tall only goes up to six X, and the pants, and the you know, fashionable really either. Yeah, they weren't that yeah. fashionable, but even still, like just regular T-shirts, it was like impossible I had to stretch them and go through all these changes. So it came to a point that I gave Troy like, yo, here's five thousand dollars to get him like regular clothes. So he made him like a whole bunch of shirts and like pants with the drawstrings because now it's hard for him to wear belts because mm. you got the belly and the belt and then it's, you know take what is this now now you still I mean, have a lot of his clothes yeah yeah, yeah. and you and you wear them now right you yeah. try to change them up and do I some wear, different stuff i wear like the shirts like, mm -hmm. i don't wear the pants <laughs> 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 them shirts must be like 39 gallon bet, uh. too, i know i'm big but that's dragon yeah um, <laughs> but um yeah i wear the shirts e even, even to this day like because at first i started wearing 
um his his um clothes because like I was a time like I really couldn't really afford to buy a lot of clothes and but now that I could afford to buy basically whatever I need like I still wear his clothes cuz I like it for the style Sure sense. sure and plus that's your father and, and you know regardless of everything you know what and I, I learned to let it go I learned But to in the beginning I really worried because like I had like no choice I yeah. felt like it really like I, I was just wearing his clothes because it was cool and like I had no choice but now that I have a choice like I still would wear his shit like today I was gonna actually wear one of his shirts but I was like that would have been dope yeah, yeah, yeah I was I was, map one, right? I was gonna wear it but yeah, I actually, like yeah. I forgot why I didn't wear it yeah. you know you know one thing I like about you Star is that uh, you know throughout the documentary and what I learned about you but besides that you know okay so you're big pun's daughter you know but you still got a lot of other things to do you know like people could be somebody but you still got to move and groove exactly people, you know people always have like assume like Oh, she's rich. Yeah, yeah. Well, social, social media not, can, yeah, you know, social can, media is like can consume anything. I mean, I also feel like people feel like you should be rich. Like That's we, a fact. They, I feel we, like that. They feel like <laughs> the music is still moving. The the we don't know the deal, and I know that you did have like a, a lawsuit and like you settled, but people feel like because he is so mm-hmm. ill yeah. and his music is still credible and it's still dope that you should be rich exactly. so we rich. people don't really know like the ins and outs and like the shit we've been going through right. you know with the well the people who've been following know that you know you had lawsuits and, and issues for many years about lawsuit, trying not lawsuits okay lawsuit <laughs> yeah, but also issues trying to get back money or royalties or right. whatever it was you know and one thing I don't like about the internet is some people may not know. Like I've seen a lot of people try to drag you a little bit. Oh yeah, and I don't I've like that shit. You know yeah. why? Because I'm explaining to you. Some people who may not know the full situation. A lot of people would say, "Yo, that's not cool about with Fat Joe. Like she got to go get her own job." Okay, granted. What? No, no. People don't know. People don't even know situations. People may not know what you're, what you need, or what you should get. Like if if Pun made money with somebody. Why? Why are his kids? Why is not the estate that, that, liable that, for that? It's, it's upsetting because like the media makes it seem like we're acting for something that wasn't it's like it's exactly us. like but, we're acting for him to take care of us. No, we're acting what was old. To and us. that's the one thing that I hate because everybody always say, "Oh, why don't Fadjo take care of you?" Oh, Fadjo, and I always say. I don't want him to take care of me. I'm not asking for anyone to take care of me. It's what's right well, for the hours. Sure. Yeah. That's and, it. It's simple. Now, now, you know, it's funny because I, I know that you settled the lawsuit and, um, you know, you were going back and forth and back and forth and mm-hmm. back and forth. But one thing is funny. I remember seeing something and somebody was asking him about it. You know, it's been back and forth of you, you know, telling your side, him t- him telling you that you know, he gave you a million dollars and you blew through it. <laughs> but check this out. I remember watching something where Joe said... Um, she got a lawsuit, but she ain't gonna win. There's no way. Mm-hmm. And you yeah, won. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. But you won. Exactly. What? Why'd you win? Because uh, I, I, I had, I was in my right to win. A lot of people think, uh, you know, um, a lot of people think that I've been paid before and I got this and I could just. You can't go to. You can't put a lawsuit in a federal case off of bitching and complaining right. like, oh, you know, I feel like this person owes me. And no, that doesn't case because there's hardcore proof evidence that there was money missing. I mean, you had the, um, we had a financial advisor, mm-hmm. you know, that goes through the auditing and they ordered everything and there was over $2 million that they found that we never gotten. Did Pun you know sign a bad deal? <clears throat> um, Pun, Pun when, he had a, when he signed a deal, he didn't even have a lawyer when he signed the deal. And when he signed the deal, um, I found out through the, process of the discovery because through discovery lawsuit i had sony and everybody give me paperwork mm-hmm. and i found out through the deal he had a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar deal let's put it this way i'm gonna just tell you this one little story it's a two hundred fifty thousand dollar deal he had right 
This is not with Lau Records, right? This is with Lau Records. It's okay. a $250,000 deal he got when he signed to Lau Records. And the advance to that was $50,000. And half of that goes to Joe and Pun. That's how they split it, right? Mm-hmm. So then... And I remember the time, Pone was so excited. He got his little money, whatever. And at the time, Joe was having some tax financial situation with the FJ560 store. And Pone, out of his 25000 he got, he came and gave Joe 8000 Like, yo, hold this. Take that, you know, to help you pay for the taxes. During the lawsuit of getting the discovery from Sony, I found out that the advance was really 75000 mm. It was never 50000 So it was really 75000 So that just goes to show you from day one, it was never right. Yeah. The minute he signed, it was never right from there on. You, you so know, then from there, it was just 17 years of me trying to get what was due and then me not knowing exactly how to get it done and how to do it. Right. So, but, but I finally, mean, I know they went back there. and forth, you know, and, and uh, you know, just to get the facts out there, too. When, when, when he says that they did an album and give you, I think, like, a million dollars, right? Yeah. Did I that did. ever happen? No. When the, the, the last money I've gotten was for Endangered Species. Okay. The Endangered Species, I I saw an interview that he said, I've gave out hundreds and hundreds. When you count, it sounds like 1.6 million or something. But it, but all I got was 125,000 for Total, Endangered Species. Forever. Total. I was supposed to get one, 150. To be honest, I was supposed to get 150. But the last check of the 25,000 check was stolen from Sony. Damn. And I actually went to court and testified for them stating that that check was supposed to be mine. And they never gave that back to me. So I totally got 125 for Endangered Species. No back money, no royalty. The Legacy album that they put out in 2009, Pun didn't get a dime. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the, the the documentary that is the soundtrack to my documentary, I didn't get a dime for that documentary either. They got it was put out, and so there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things that there's a lot of side artist money. There's things a lot, and then the people talk, but they don't know how the music business is. Right? Because you got the publishing, then you got money from the master side from Sony, then you got side artists. Side artists is any music, any any collaborations that Pun did. He never get any. He yeah. still hasn't got paid for none of that stuff. So there's money that's due that's owed there that I would have to now see and try so you, to collect. So you tried, so this lawsuit was you trying to just put everything together. This lawsuit was against Joe and Jellybean or for the publishing. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. So is there any other things so you're trying to claim? Done, it's already a done deal. It's done. Um, we already settled. I can't really go into details of, of it, but um, I'm in the position that I need to be in. I'm happy. I'm, did I'm anyone happy. in the industry help you or did you, like, who was there for you? During the industry, no, no after, one. After he passed away, no one. No one's ever no uh, Cuban no, links. No, about Remy. No, no one's no one was ever there for me. I I remember doing an event one time, and I know um DMX came through for me. Right, and you know he got, had a lot of love, but he also got the call not to not to help or whatever. But I never had anyone help me to get this situation as far as getting his voices of what he owed to put me in the right direction yeah. or anything. Like it was just all on me. And um and and what's kind of funny for me is like I I'm, I mean I'm I'm weird the only I mean the whole industry I just feel weird with the whole industry thing it was something that I was a part of because I was with my husband every day and I seen mm-hmm. <clears throat> but everything since his passing everything just went from left it just went drastically right. switched they love you when they love you and feel, then they're not there I don't feel a part of the industry like I'm only connected because my husband's connected but like when you hear people speak of the love of they have for my husband you gotta really think Timeless. like what kind of love really is because the loyalty it didn't lie with him there was no one stood up for him at all and it wasn't for me it was for him so, I, I'm not even thinking about you standing up for me I'm thinking about you standing up for someone yeah. that is supposed to be your friend or exactly someone. no one stood up for him your so twin. that's kind of like bugged out for me so, right. so when you when you I remember you coming out and saying that you were in a shelter 
and that you, you know, uh, Fat Joe didn't give any money and all this other stuff. No one, no one ever tried to come and help out when they heard no. that all over. No, no one's ever, no one's ever. The only person that ever reached out in their pocket and gave me anything was Little Kim for the funeral. At the funeral, she came and she gave me a thousand dollar check. Really? She gave me a check, and and I don't, and I heard through the, I heard here and there that there was someone collecting, and there was a collection. Of the funeral, I don't know if that's true because I never received anything. If there's ever been a collection, I'm gonna put it out there. If there's ever been a collection on our behalf during the funeral after. And any time, I've never gotten that either, if there was any, because I hear things and I don't right. know what's true. But, no, it was, it's, it's, it's crazy. So it's, it's a crazy situation. Yeah, you, know, you know what's crazy about this whole situation is that, um, you know, people, again, going back, people will judge. And, and, and you know, I should and, say, yeah, how, how, dare, how dare you want to get money they, that they, he they, deserved? They, they judge me. Look, granted, I should have never went to the shelter. You know what I'm saying? There was a million and one things I could have did to avoid that. You know what I'm saying? I I, agree, I, I I accept that. I take accountable for that. I'm not blaming anybody that was in shelter because of that. <coughs> well, you know what I'm saying? But, but at like, the same time, is... like, but at the same time, if that was never taken away, it would have made my life right. easier. Because at the same time, I was dealing, my life was so consumed with Pun trying to fight for, for what was his. I, I lost sight of everything. Now, and then dealing with depression, I wasn't having time to mourn the death. Right. Dealing with that. Then it was a, a straight depression where I felt like I was losing everything, and I did lose everything. I lost everything. Right. Where we had to go into the shelter living for two years, homeless, for two years. Damn. What were you saying, Star? I forgot. I, I you were saying who was... Uh, you were saying, because she was saying um, is that it's not her fault, and then you were saying what, what aggravates you is... Because I was saying mm-hmm. how I was not, you know, I, I take accountability for me being in the shelter. I know, I'm I trying, I, I know, I remember what was someone like that forgot, though. How do you feel about Joe, and how do the kids feel about him? Um, I mean, I don't really care for him, honestly. Like, I, I like, for years, like, I, like, me being, like, a, like, I personally don't like people who, like, bash my mother. Like, right. I don't give a fuck who you are, my nigga. Like, you, like, you're... Like, I don't respect a nigga like that because you're you made up lies. Like, you know, you didn't give us a million dollars, you know, you didn't give us Benjamin's, you know, you was lying on us. And like, the media, like, they're gonna always believe the person who has more of the power because mm-hmm. they're just they just not that's that's how I don't that's how I don't well, watch they TV. Be, yeah, they people believe people and who people, are people glittering. Who believe the person who's in the more of the power, most right. definitely. And if, you, if, got, if yeah. you if you had a beef with someone that was like Obama, niggas gonna believe Obama over you, yeah, right. most you, definitely. You could be telling the truth, niggas ain't gonna believe you though because he has way more power than you. He has the masses on his side. But but you know what's funny? It's like you know, and and obviously the, the relationship is damaged. You know, you just oh, can yeah, never. You know, he, he's ne- he's never coming to more your sixtieth birthday party, yeah. uh, Wiser. Yeah, you know that. I, I seen Joe but, like in the club like not too long ago. Like, what happened? Did he come say hello? Well? I mean, he was he was staring me down. Like he was staring me. I was actually where um. I don't know if you know Loopy the blogger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was. A, it was a time like he was taking me everywhere with him. Like for a whole week, we was going to Mac, like hosting Mac events and shit. And um, I saw him at I think it was Cityscapes in Queens. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, Joe was there, and um, I was just I was just like in the car just smoking a blunt, and he just. And you he know what bugs me? Down. He he was he was right like right here like right. staring at me, but I had shades on. And like I could tell, he was like he was staring me down. Like I don't know if he wants to talk to me, but scared to approach me type shit. If and, he would have approached you, how would you have handled that? Well, me, I'm not like I'm not like reserved like my brother. Right. Like I'm not like I really don't care. So like I'm really gonna say shit. He probably not going to hear. Like I'm really like I'm really like I'm gonna say the truth like type shit. So yeah. I and mean, you know what was crazy too? Because then also the public. 
them not knowing shit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he gave you a salon. They they go for word like hard by like, oh he gave you a million dollars. Yeah, he like you salon, but, like I never even got this shit and then <laughs> and then and then then oh get a fucking job, get a job like oh like so all right, even if I had twenty jobs, I'm not supposed to fight for what's my Who in their right mind is not gonna be owed X amount of dollars? I'm not fighting for hundred dollars. Like who in the right mind is not right. gonna it's fight like for a big amount theirs. of money? Let me, let that me, shit don't make no sense. When when Pun started making money, you know, and um, did he ever think about writing a will? No, he didn't. Literally, I stressed him about getting a will, mm-hmm. and that's not even the thing. Of the will, I stressed about getting a will. He went had his lawyer up there, and he said, "Give her everything." It's not even about the will because me not having a will didn't really affect anything because I'm legally his wife, and yeah. I'm also the administrator to the estate. Mm-hmm. So, in the eyes of New York State, I am big pun. Mm-hmm. So that that should not been anything of any problem. Of me getting his money right it had nothing to do with the will. No, no. I, why I, do you think? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pete. Good. But why do you think? Um, they were holding your money. Like, why didn't Joe want to give it to you? Like, I just feel like, in my mind, I just feel like he he came. They they were so close to see the kids grow up, to see all these really? things, and then for him to pass away. Like, why was he fighting you? Like, why was he being so stubborn about just giving it to you? Like, because is even he when selfish? My father was alive. He was a selfish person. Like, he had my father like writing all his music and writing my father writing his own music and like he's not giving my father name even money for writing his own albums like my father wrote his album and wrote all of Joe's albums Don right. Carter, he gave him the name Don Cartagena all that he didn't pay my father for nothing he was using him from the day one from when he was alive so and that's what niggas don't know niggas think that like Fragile really cared about that he didn't, didn't care about care. him he was he was using him because yeah. he knew and that father was brother, the twin thing yeah. that's all a facade it's yeah not, let me tell you something one day we were all standing and Pum said if Everyone, he told us if it ever got down and went and it ever got down, just remember it's us and them. We mm. always knew that it was us and them. You know what I'm saying? Is we wasn't. Is that it, really your It's man? not really a family. Day, if like me, like I'm a. I'm a, and you cannot you go never, and say you love him on his birthday and, you his, and the anniversary. I love you. You my hero. And you never be you, shout you, to you, us. Not even reach out to you. Ain't do right by him. Exactly. Yo, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like that's what right, so that shit kills me. Like I don't understand. Like that's real. Yo, I, I, I seen, I'm not one for real fake love. I seen. I seen you. Repost. And then you used my picture. You Why is my it? picture I seen, that I took I seen when you, I was a teenager with him. I seen you repost. Yes. I mean, repost a picture that Fat Joe yeah. posted on Instagram when it was Pun's birthday recently. It was his anniversary. And and you and, and you, it was just hit What did you write? You wrote, I've been, I've been this what makes me crack while, up? Huh? What did you write? You wrote, this makes me laugh or something? No, I, I don't know. I deleted it, but it was something like, it's it's so much you could tolerate. Right. Because I got my hero. It's not like, when it comes to his anniversary and it comes to, you know, his birthday, he want to play the act because not everybody knows the truth right and a lot of there's a lot of new fans that don't know half this shit that's going on so you want to play the act like you still really but in reality you we know that you didn't give two shits about him what really also confuses me too is the fact that your son is so talented like flow lyricality everything and he didn't put him on so that's when i started being like well hey like if he really like mess with them how come he wouldn't take that's a blessing we didn't push the legacy we didn't want anything we didn't want with my son, I didn't want no, none of them, none of them touching my kids. As right. far as like, yeah. you know, professional music, I like, I'm good with that. Like, they good. We don't even need him for that. Yeah, he's you know gonna start your own. It's just, it's just sad because I, when I think about Pun and everything that he put in and everything that he worked for right. and the love and heart is like everything. Just it, 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 
the way after he died, everything fell apart. Because if, if I think if Joe would have played his cards a different way, it would he would have had like the, he would have had something big like a live Rock Nation right now, like a Rock Nation. Yeah. That's a fact. He, would have, he had he had uh, Cuban Link, he had Prospect, Triple Says, um, Remy Martin, and um, Tony Sunshine. Everybody like, and then being bro, everybody loved it. everybody loved Terror Squad, man. Let me it tell you something. Been crazy. Even more so. How has I mean, obviously hip hop loves Big Pun. Mm. Seventeen years later, I mean, forever. Yeah, Pun is is up there with the greats. I mean, people yes. forever, forever classic. But how has the Latin community treated you for that? Like, because I feel oh, like it was they, such they a they treat me like a queen. Like, yeah. they put me up in the pedestal. Like, it's like, please, please, no more, no mas. Yo, let me but tell you something. I always, I always admired puns. Latin community ties, like I how mean, much to they're... see to see people tie in his face and his name and. It's, it's crazy, but they they got so much love for that man. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, still to this day, yeah, and that's why you know e- even you know you're doing a, a lot of the um, the merch now. You have the yes. the pun T-shirts. Where could they find uh, that? Big at? pun place. Um, big pun place. Pl. Okay. Big pun pl. dot com, and you got the star Rio. Yeah, actually, <clears throat> um, I sold the glasses, but recently I started selling um capital punishment hats. So okay. Snapcats. I got. Dad hats. Dad hats and Scully's and you That's do dope. and you do the uh, sunglasses. I love like you got all flavors yeah. and 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 you, you just became what I like to see is that you're becoming like a young entrepreneur. Right. You know, in, in in this day and age, it's not about one thing. It's not right. about, you know, taking... That's what I like because, okay, you're trying out, you know, spitting a couple of bars here and there, but you're not only... Ain't nobody just going to put you in that box. You know, you're starting uh, the sunglass lane. Yeah. What else That's, do you got going on? Um, you got the documentary going I mean, on? I mean, I started off with the... Uh, with the with the with Starview, which mm-hmm. was the glasses, which I named it Starview because it's, my name is Star and this is my view. Mm-hmm. And I picked that name because I was like, this we, that's an easy name to expand. It's not like sunglasses or something. Right. So it's Starview. So whatever I put out there, you know, this is my view of it. So um, I started with the glasses because, you know, um, I always used to wear glasses. People used to always compliment me. Where did you get your glasses? So I was like, one day I just woke up like, let me just start selling glasses. She one day spent a whole literally like nine to five. Just like, and, I can't um, do this nine to five no more. <laughs> and then um, I actually, I was really depressed. Um, having a son, I thought that was going to be well, that's like. That's right. You had, your son is six years old, right? Yeah, my son is six. I had my, um, I was like three weeks before my 20th birthday so okay. I was technically 19 is, did you did you plan that or it just happened no I didn't plan it <laughs> now his name is Ether yeah okay please tell me why because your mother told me that the cat is named Illmatic yeah my your son's <laughs> name is Ether yeah. is this a Nas stand yeah Star I really Rios? love um, since I was a little girl I love Nas um, I just love like his mind his rapping physically like, I just love him um, so I like like going like I was a little kid like twelve years old like listening to Ether the song like yeah. the the the, the Jay Z this and back then like I was like I love that song so yeah. much so I was like have, this is the best if you have ever. another kid you should name the other kid Takeover so you know? I was just like yo I was like I already know my first kid's gonna be a boy I already knew that mm-hmm. and I said I'm gonna name him Ether because that name is like I always knew like I don't want to name my child like my parent did to me like some regular ass name. I don't want my name to like have a baby book name because I'm like my my kids gonna be different, so the names gonna be different. So I was like, I never heard no one named Ether, yeah. so yeah. I just yeah. ran with it. Hey, listen, we live in a day and age where kids, you yeah, know, this, yeah, this they could be worse. Yeah, they could be not, worse. Just, <laughs> and you'd be surprised, people they double check, they'd be like Ether, Is yeah, they or they ask us like, Ethan do you know what Ether, that means? But, like, yeah, we know. Hey, listen, yeah. now, it's, it's have a, you ever met Nas? 
No. Yeah, um, no well, when I was younger, young. but like now, well, I'm like now, as an adult, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna count that. I actually remember meeting him that time for the documentary, but we didn't like. I was a little girl, like yeah. you know. Um, but I want to meet like not as a grown woman. Now I haven't met him. You know, you mentioned you know being depressed, and uh, you know, I think that there's a lot of girls out there, a lot of guys, a lot of you know, just people in this world, you know. And even speaking about Big Pun, you know, it, it's unfortunate in this culture and hip hop and, and just the way we move. Many of us don't talk to people, don't go to counselors, don't deal with mental health. Yeah, you and, and, yeah. and, and there's so much out there, you know, you, a couple of things. But most importantly, you being a young parent mm-hmm. and growing up without a pops, mm-hmm. you know, is there things that you strive to do different for Ethan? You know, um, of course. I mean, he's the main motivation. I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, like I said, when I first had him, it wasn't like, OK, like I wasn't on my bullshit. The ne- not even the next day, not even the next month, not even the next year. It took me till he was like maybe like two and a half, yeah, almost three years three. old, for me to like get on my bullshit. When I like got my nine to five job, I did that, and I was just like, I had a, I had like a security job overnight. So I was like killer, like, like I was dead, like always tired, delirious. And then I was like, yo, I just I'm tired of this shit. Like I really hate this shit. Like right. I don't want to be a nine to five. Like that's not like I really felt like that wasn't me either. Like it, it really was getting me tight. So right. that's when I was like, that's when I thought of Starview, and then mm-hmm. I just started like just racking up spending all my checks on just glasses 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 and then i did the wicks and then my website i just like he was the motivation like mm-hmm. literally because i'm like i don't want my son to go through the shit i went through yeah like you know being homeless you know struggling like working a nine to five like most most parents like oh i want my kids to work like i honestly i want my kid to work for himself yeah, yeah. i don't want him to work for the next nigga for yeah. you know for the white man or whatever like so you know i want him to <laughs> No. Not not like you, well, like, you know. No, what no, I mean? no, no, no. Listen, first of all, the other white man. Like, <laughs> you're Italian, so you're like. It's, it, <laughs> don't pay attention to white. my sister. She, 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 she tries to play around like she knows I'm not that burr. No, I know. Yo, well, you know what I mean. Donald no, but, Trump no, white. We know. no, but <laughs> fuck that Asian orange. Yo, did you ever get a chance to even try to tell Pun to go to a council? I mean, I know it's. I know he was a tough, tough. Oh, I know it was hard man. to tell He's him like anything. Me. We don't. That's we don't do those. That's not. That's not. When we when he was at the fat farm, they attempted that. That was part of the program yeah. to go weigh in every day and sit down, you know, in the circle with the other people yeah. and express your feelings. He looked at them like, Fuck yeah, but he was in here. West like, Bubble. Fuck, he wasn't gonna do it with those people. He you gotta do with anyone. Okay, he, what made him go he, to the fat farm? Was that like it was like health reasons or was he having like revelations where he wanted? Well, to... Well, the fat farm happened because it was a time that I left for the second time. Okay. I left. And when I left, he stopped production. He stopped everything. He had them, like, if you don't find my wife, I'm not going to record. So I had Joe and Steve Rifkin calling me, looking for me. And then they came up and said, hey, that they promised that, you know, he was going to be hospitalized if I come back and, you know, this whole platform. But the only way he would do it if I was to come back. So I risked my life coming back to make sure he was going to go to this platform. Selfless lady. Which which the platform was just all bullshit. Uh, farm was a clothing line by Russell Simmons. That's the (laughs) only platform he knew. He thought he was was going to a runway show. We was in North Carolina, North Carolina, Riley. So it was a whole bunch of, you know, not our type of people around Right. There. And then they giving us this little bowl of, like, flavorless grain. I don't know what the fuck it was. I was like, Yo, I'm you, eat it with you, too. Yo, you're a true ride or die. I am. You, I was eating oh, yeah. that shit, too. And you, you know, you know, it's good. Let me tell you something. You know, there's success. And I think that it's every behind success, there's a good woman mm. that helps, you know, 
pour, propel all that shit. And, you know, even though you suffered through a lot mm-hmm. and, you know. I never put myself first. Yeah. I always put that man no. first. And, and, you know, I mean, you went through so many different things. <laughs> yeah. You know, but more importantly, when he was touring, right? Yeah. I don't even remember as many tours, but I remember why he used to do tours sitting down. He was mm-hmm. probably at a heavy, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, were you guys, was he making enough money to, to move from that? Like, meaning to, to provide for you guys? I mean, yeah, there was, um, it was a slow progress at first, you know, because um, like you said, when he had the money with the lawsuit, you mm-hmm. know, he had it, but then he was bad with money. So, you know, he was. And really, were you was bad, bad with, with money. money too? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm learning now more, but yeah, I learned all bad habits through him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was young, and I learned everything with right. him. So, he, he was bad with money, but. Um, but it says like he spent it because he knew he would like in his mind like he spend it he gonna get it right back type shit. But how much but was the show back but then? There was there was shows one time that he got a hundred thousand dollars for a show. Nice. So are you guys yeah. good now? Or like, what are you guys? I know. You... I mean, I'm comfortable. Yeah. We've been the right. I've been living I in mean, the same I'm... place for five years. Right. So that's kind of good. It's been that we ain't bouncing around. We want to move out and always. And I know you was gonna do a better. reality television show for a hot second with like. You and like a cool Hertz wife and a couple yeah, of different that was, wives, I've right? Been, I've been involved with here and there, but yeah. it never panned out. And then I've always tried to do mines, but that never, whatever. But we'll see what in the future. Holds. I can see you definitely doing that. But do you have any advice for women dating guys in the industry now? It's like it's even harder. Forget about industry. What about women in domestic violence relationships? Yeah, but it's even worse because he had ego because he was of a certain status. But that's but that's yeah that's true. But that's a, a man a, a man's ego. Anyone can have an ego. Don't have to be an artist. Because I met men that I met people that have huge egos and they're not a, a rapper. Yeah, or they're just yeah. a construction worker. It's just, yeah, it could be <laughs> exactly just a person who's egotistic. Like look at Trump. He's not a rapper, but he's mad egotistic. That's a rapper. Yeah, he's emotional. He out here lying. He got ghostwriters. <laughs> he on a reality television show. His I, wife is foreign. Rapper, I would say, I would say to anyone who's whether it's woman or man, you right. know what I'm anyone who's trying to get a relationship, I advise that the first thing is the most important relationship that you gotta have on point is the one with yourself. Right, mm. you know I'm saying, and once you're once you complete yourself and you're really happy, then I think it's a time for you to share that life with someone else. Because that's the problem with people. You got two un- two incomplete people right. looking for love and they're looking for each other to complete. So you got him looking at her and to complete me. And then when he fails or she fails because we're human and, you know, so then all shit goes to hell because this person did. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like if you were to just love yourself, really get to know yourself, really get to know who you are and really feel complete yourself because no one could complete you but yourself. Right. And once you do that, then you could vibe up that person that's complete like you and then y'all could just share lifetime experience sure. like have good times sure you know you mentioned you mentioned uh, multiple times but you know like hip hop we love big pun right we, all across the world people love big pun mm-hmm. but then when you really think about it and I never knew that to the first time I sat with you but you know Pun wasn't the greatest of guys, you know, especially, you know, to you and mm-hmm. relationships. And, yeah, he wasn't. You know, and... And, and it's sad, but yeah, he wasn't. You know, and, and you think about it, like, the, the, the domestic violence, the things you went through, but even, like, Star, seeing and hearing all the things that mom went through, you know, the the I know he, st- he stabbed your finger one time and... But you know what? They understand, like, we understand, and we understand where he comes, where it comes from. He had a lot, where it stemmed from. He had mental health. Yeah. He was a mental... He had mm-hmm. mental health. And he didn't get mm-hmm. help for it. he never it, got the help. And he never and got closure. Over, he never... He never got the help. This is a kid who was abused as a young child, growing up angry, hateful. You know what I'm saying? Going into this world where he had to fence for himself because he didn't have no one looking out for him, fencing for himself ever since he was a kid. You know what I'm saying? Now he's in this big world and, you know, he's bigger than life. And, right. you know, but, you know, while he was, you know, double platinum and everybody's loving him, he's sitting in the depressed hating himself. He yeah. hated himself. So when you hate yourself, 
How can you love someone else? How can you express how, how did you love? Know, how, how did you know he hated himself? I'm he, good he with psychology. I should have been a psychologist. No, but would he, would, would he tell you that he was well, depressed? Well, he tatted, I hate you, across your back, across his back. So that would incline. And just the way he treated himself, like, psychologically, I've known this kid since he was 18. I know he didn't love himself. I know I I know I didn't have a lot of love for myself. I don't hate myself. I and I know I didn't have a lot of love for myself, but he definitely didn't love himself. Yeah, self-esteem issues. Yeah, self-esteem issues. Then you got to understand he was uh, when I met him, he was young and, you know, active and playing ball and running around. Now he can't even tie his shoes. Right. You know what I'm saying? He his physicalness, he can't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Well, so now I'm doing a lot of stuff for him. So it's like a vicious cycle. It's like, you know, he he's not happy, you know, then, you know, he he's not happy about his weight. He's not happy about his childhood, his upbringing. So he eats, and then he became an emotional eater. That was his drug. So now he's getting more heavy. Now he's not happy about the weight. That's and one he's more eating thing more. That's and, yeah. What was his uh, highest weight? He died at seven hundred. They're not happy with certain things with the business. Like he wants to expand. There were certain things with you know that he felt he was being held back. You know what I'm saying? So you know other other things finding out of how. He was getting played here and there, so he wasn't happy with. Yeah. That's what he's trying to do the foundation and try to do like. Even now with his legacy, are you content with where his legacy is? Do you feel like it's being um, upheld properly? No. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, I think I'm, I'm the only one that is 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 really pushing on his legacy it or try to. I mean, and and I could have maybe done a better job, but I've did my best, right? But all that I've known and doing it on my own, but and 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 I always uh, thank the fans. The fans has helped me keep his legacy alive. Is if it wasn't for the fans, right? But what, what, no what's pun. to what's to expect? Obviously, you got a lot of big pun merch over at bigpunpl.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there is um. There is a document. Uh, what we say? How do you say I'm that? Biopic. A bi- biopic. Maybe happening. We're, yeah, we're working. I'm Don't talk, let I, Lifetime do it. No, no, it's not. Go even, with BT. It's not. It's not. It's, I'm talking about a movie screen, like oh, a movie. Yes, who, even like better. Yes, yes, even who, better. Who would, who would even play him? Who could? Who could we even I think they would play? I, I think we should get an unknown. I think I think I'm, I'm planning on doing be, a huge casting thing because they gotta cast me and him. So I'm doing like a huge casting thing, and we gotta get everybody involved. Or maybe his son should play him. No, I don't think because just because they just because my daughter or my son look like me, I don't think that they should play him. Well, they, your daughter and your son can't play both. No, but no, maybe but I, I think I, if you, one or the know, other. I, it's like just because they look at him doesn't mean if he's not an actor. Like yeah. I want someone that's gonna. Yeah, act of course, right. of course. And I and I tell you one thing, you know I do saying? think. Uh, how do you say okay. that again? Biopic. 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 Okay, my bad. You I, wanted a biopsy. You should want to take it I'm the worst at pronouncing things, Liza. But I think uh, people. I've seen people mention that and how much they would love that. That would be yeah, dope. That would be just dope. just just, just for the culture. Just yeah. for the culture. What, what oh, other yeah. things uh, um, can you talk about I mean, that are I mean, coming for the like big I pun said, brand? We, 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 I'm, I'm getting more in the grind as far as branding him. We got the big pun sneaker that's coming out in 2018. So okay, we're working that's on that. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. You know, the odd socks is still out there. There's another. You know, still more socks out there. Are, are we keeping the the brand on the hush of who we're doing uh, sneaker with? Yeah. I, okay. Well, internet will see it. And uh, there is uh, some touring going on. You mentioned or some type of um... um the hologram. I'm like I'm trying to get something done with the hologram. I would love to. I would love at this. Point That's to expensive. Do it. The hologram. It right? is, and, and and me learning how the process is and how it's built is, is a little is a, is a Pricey. little is a little yeah it gets there. But I'm trying to see if we could do a a hologram capital punishment tour for 2018. That'd be it dope. being that'll be the 20th anniversary that'd capital punishment. So I'm gonna put I think in the if call. you reach out to the sponsors, we could get some, no, yeah, some I'm, checks I'm for that. In, like, I'm going to put in the call tomorrow. Yeah. Like, hey, you guys are willing, whatever, and see if they could come up and, and set it up. 
you know, be a year and a half from now, but the That's sun is up now, and I think that'd be awesome. You know what? Let's take a quick break uh, as we uh, unwind and finish up this episode. We got a couple more things to go over. Let's take a quick break. Light up your L's. Grab a drink. Grab yes. a lemonade, an iced tea, a grape lemonade. <laughs> grab some whatever. Yo, honestly, I grabbed some new Minute Maid blueberry lemonade. You fuck with that blueberry mm, lemonade? The Simply Lemon. Ooh. I love the Simply Lemon. Internet, we'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. You listen to the Premium P Show with Miss Listen Knows. Cheer. Yep, Charlemagne the God here. The Prime Minister of pissing people off, the ruler of rubbing you the wrong way, the architect of aggravation. And right now I'm with my guy, my man Premium Pete, and Miss Listenos on the Premium Pete Show, okay? Internet, tune the fuck in. Peace. Internet, and we're back. Sent with Liza and Star Rios. The one and only Liza. The one and only Star. Listen, you know, you have three kids. Three. You only had a baby shower for Star. How is that? How is Latin people possible only have one? I have a baby shower either. Really? Well, why did you only have a baby shower for Star? You want to see? That's a good question. I don't. I may maybe because they're coming back to back. I don't know. I don't know. It was the shower was something that my father actually gave me. Really? And then after that, it was like. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody gave a fuck. You know why I say that for? Because Latin people. I even are, have friends anyway like that. I have like girlfriends and friends. Like, Yo, Latin people are known to throw some of the most. Uh, right, you know, like it's not even biggest like, baby uh, showers. Well, it's like extravaganza, <laughs> and it starts at nine, and it's over at four a.m. Yeah, I, I, I missed that. I that missed outside. That and you definitely should have had a second baby shower because. You had a boy after. I had no. no she I had, had a girl. two girls. Oh, I had girl, 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 and a boy. Oh, yeah. Then that's why. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you already had stuff for the first girl, so you don't need a second girl. <laughs> but you should have had a baby shower for. Right. Hey, listen. You know, it's a uh, baby shower is good. But you know what? The only funny thing about it is, I think when you have a baby shower, I think you can only do it for one kid. Because then when you do it to another kid mm-hmm. and another kid's like you're asking people like no. bring more gifts, bring more gifts. You know what I mean? It's kind of funny. Like it's like a first I kid. Think not some people just if you have a boy and a girl, you need a second baby shower. Yeah, but some people some people don't throw a second or third baby shower once they did one already because it becomes like um, you're no. asking too much. Yeah, no, no. I feel like it, no, I feel like there's a time limit. So if you have really? stair steps, like if you well, have I think, another I think one, we do a poll on this. <clears throat> no, yeah, I think if you have a second kid, if it's like two years later, yeah, you should have like stuff left. But if it's like five years later. You may new, need new so, things. So you're saying it's an expiration date. Or if you have a boy and then you have a girl, you're going to need a couple thought, of girls. I thought things. you have a kid. Each kid deserves a baby shower. That's how I see it. Yeah, yeah but you didn't do that. You I, all do this that. right here, I never even heard of this shit before. Yeah, but you didn't, yeah you're right. You didn't do that. I you thought you that. have a, I mean, if I died, not have a baby shower, then have one. But I figured, you know, you have a kid, you have a baby shower. It shouldn't matter about hand-me-downs or... Oh, it's too much. Yeah, like, it's a new yeah, kid, a new baby shower. I guess you're right. Will you feel gypped? That you mm-hmm. be like, oh, yeah. They oh, yeah. celebrate like, you. I have a baby shower because, you know, my sister prior had one and now I don't care. Now, <laughs> let me ask you, when you did the baby shower for Star, was, how, how much was Pun involved? Was he a guy that would get involved with shit like that? No, it was. I don't think none of us involved. We just showed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was thrown for them. It was, yeah. yeah, it was at Mama's house. Oh. It was at my mother's house. So, you know, balloons and that. It wasn't yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like Rice and gandula. This Medora. was back in the 90s in my mom's house apartment. You know what I'm yeah. saying? One-bedroom now, apartment. Now, you went on tour with Pun wherever he went, right? Yeah. Now you all, but there was a point in time where he couldn't fly, couldn't fit in right. the in the airplane. Right. So he used to take a bus all over. The- 
Yeah, we tore. We tore on the bus, our tour bus. Yeah. So it was kind of interesting. How was that touring? Just not even with Pun, just in general. How was it touring? Like, what was those nights, you know? I mean, looking back at it now, it, it, I, I pretty could have... And looking back now, I can enjoy it. But it was it was interesting. It was like going from state to state, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got a whole entourage of people and, you know, you got to work it out in the bus. At the beginning, we had the bullshit bus. And as it went on, we had the That's become more famous. bus, you know what I'm saying? How did you, you know? deal with, like, the groupies and stuff? Like... Um, you just you deal with saw it. her it like, like head on, on. but well, she was right there. Shit. Yeah, I seen a lot of stuff. You had to like check a bitch. No, I, I no, I wouldn't. I, 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 there will be a lot of. Uh, he has security, and then I think because of me there, he would be kind of nervous. I remember one time I told him, "No, relax." You know what I'm saying? Because there's a whole bunch of girls on top of it want to take pictures, and he was like, kind of thinking like that tense. I was gonna trash the chick. And I'm like, "Nah, I'm, you know, you good." And I would just step to the side so it wouldn't be awkward for him. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm, I was that cool chick. Good writer. Like, you were, listen. I said it before. I say it again. You were. A ride or die chick that ride was, die, understanding, you know, cool even when he's chick. gone, still trying to fight for what's right and and yeah. and most importantly, just for you know everything that's big pun, you know. Because the thing is, a brand can't move, especially when someone's not here, without the right person behind it. Right, that's a fact. you know, and 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 you know, I think it's important. And now, yeah, now was definitely now in this in this time of game in my life, you know, I'm I'm. It's good. It's good where we at right now. So yeah, you know, what? What? How much did Pun love Cuban Link? Because you know, I mean, I feel like they were so close, man. <laughs> I used you know? to say that was his side bitch. Like that was his, that was a joke <laughs> between us. Like that was his. That was his, the person he had his affairs with. Like, but that, what do you think he, were, he loved about? They, him? Like, they, they loved each other. Like they loved each other dearly. They known each other for quite some time, and they had an amazing bond and. And if we wasn't hanging out, if it wasn't me and my husband, it was me, my husband, and him, or it was just him and them right. together, you know. But it was a love, you know. They had a deep brotherly love. Like, you know, there's times that Cuban stayed with us and Pun was Slept like, over? Like, yeah, slept Pizza over. parties? Yeah. What, what did Pun like, to, what did Pun like <laughs> to eat on the ritual? Like, what did he huh? eat? What did he eat? What, Pun? Yeah. Like, what was his favorite go-to? <laughs> no, I know, I, I know you say that, but... But what what was his favorite go to like <laughs> snacks or he like he like he yeah he ate a lot of bullshit if it was bullshit he ate all type bullshit White Castles fast food shit all types of shit then if it was home cooked food he like you know the mac and cheese the Spanish shit yeah you know, rice and beans you know ate the beans he had to have like the three or four slices of bread with butter like it's then he like what did he like with Cheetos I think uh, he he liked something with Cheetos or oh no it was uh, the tuna with the Doritos oh the tuna yeah <laughs> the Dorito the tuna sandwiches the Doritos. Now, now let me ask you. Cuban Link is still obviously involved. You talk to him still? Yeah, we talk. Yeah, he's like an uncle to the family. It seems like no. I mean, you all of them, you're using your anointed imagination. That's I mean, not what's happening. She didn't smile. No, nah, I mean, we nothing. don't see him like OD. Like he was in my documentary that I just okay. Did. Yeah, but, um, there's a relationship, but people. It's not the relationship that people probably would think that. We're a close knit family. It's not like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we have me and him. We have communication. It's always been. You know, the most out of I think out of all the kids, he'll have the most communications with her. Right. Mm-hmm. But and that's whenever she wants to hit somebody back up. You know, because she don't hit nobody back up. She hates doing. <laughs> How that, dare but, you? But it's not something that you know he's coming over Sunday yeah. nights and you know we're over there. But it's but not, you would say out of all puns, old crew. You know, Cuban you would say Cuban's probably still the, the yeah. What about you know what Tony Sunshine? I speak, to, I speak to Tony Sunshine. You know, what I'm saying I got him on my phone. You know, yeah. on Instagram. You know, I'm cool with um Triple Safe's prospect. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't got an issue with anybody. You know, what I'm saying yeah. It's just you know, it's been years and everybody's lived out. You know, I've lived doing out their, their lives. lives. After Pun died, it wasn't like we remain a tight knit family. Yeah, yeah. So when the kids grow up with people, like sure, you know, they don't, T- time is no spending and moving. Let me ask him: yeah. Do you have any music that you could ever put out one day? Like, make an album? Um, I don't think there may be a verse or two, but there's not no there's yeah. no extra 
Damn, so you know, it's, really, I, I, I mean, I got the list. There's no right. extra. See, you know, that's why you know it, it's hard. Unless somebody's it, no, but you know what it is too. Pun didn't. I know there's really nothing out there because Pun wasn't. He didn't record written, like that. Yeah, he wasn't sitting there writing rhymes. Like he would go and record and try to go home. Like you gotta understand, like he's carrying six hundred seven hundred pounds of weight. Yeah. It's not comfortable for him to sit here for hours like it would be for right. us and be, you know, sitting in the booth like you you gotta you're trapped in your body like you like going crazy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You could do but so much. Hey, listen, you know, i mean, you know, it's amazing when you think about like how big he got, you yeah. know, but how smooth he still was. Like yeah. even his delivery, like when he spit yeah, bars. Yo charisma. I try to do his rhymes and I can jog and I'm like, yo, how did he do it? Like to have that rhyme pattern that fast to be that big. The delivery. And, and yep. The delivery. But and the you're end, saying actual things. And now you like bullshitting around. What are you saying to the end? Towards what? the end is you saw when it was deteriorating. Because mm. towards the end, when you see it, people who seen his shows towards the end of his career, it was nothing like towards the beginning. Yeah, I, I know in the middle because he wasn't even standing up performing. He's now sitting, sitting down. down. Yeah, right. he wasn't even really saying the words. He was doing a lot of the ad libs. So yeah. it was it was really sad to see. Yeah. yeah, I remember you saying that he was telling you that he knew he was dying. Yeah, you know he couldn't. It was tell us about some of those last days with him. You know, I mean the last the last weekend it was. <clears throat> the last weekend it was a peaceful weekend. You know what I'm saying? You knew it was a change. You know, he it felt like looking back on it, you could see that he felt like something was going to happen. Right? Yeah, I remember you saying that he like called people out up. To people, he flew down his sister and the kids, and he reached out to my mom to come up there that weekend. He was trying to reach out to everybody to come up and stay up in the hotels. And you know, it reminds me. It reminds me of like when Biggie uh, before he got shot. I don't know if you remember, but like he was calling all different people, apologizing, trying to put things together, work things out. I mean, yeah, it's just it was, that energy. Yeah, it was like yeah. So again, yeah. so you said he invited his sister. Yeah, he come invited his sister, and it was that weekend just hanging on the hotel room, and you know. <coughs> Excuse me, and playing video games and stuff like that, and you know that's when the last scene that we have him in the pool that night. What games? Know, what games we playing? Was that I don't, uh, don't know what Tekken tech, and stuff like that. Tekken, like, okay. Yeah, then you know we went late night in the pool. That's when the kids was the last time. Uh oh, we oh, that was, with the kids and stuff. Was that skinny dipping? No, it was it was his, his sister, us all. In oh, the pool. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, then from there, that's when he flew his sister out that morning, and that afternoon he passed away. Damn. Yeah. So it was just it was a crazy weekend. Damn. Yeah, you know. Uh, well, again, again. What doesn't the world know about Pun that they should know? Like, is there anything that's like missing, or like you know, like I mean, people, a lot of people don't know about his like personal life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that, and that soon will be told. Like, you know, you know, a lot of people we speak about his career, his music, and there's a lot of documentaries out there that we focused on his musically. You know what I'm saying? But no one's really know who who was Christopher Reels. Like, right. Who was really Big Pun? Like, what was his home life like? What was he really, what was really going on when he was double platinum and everybody was loving him? Like, what was going on in his everyday life? Right. And it's, and it's, and it's nothing like what you would think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's the story that needs to be told. Like, people need to see why he was the way he was, why we had the issues right. that we had, me and him as a married sure. couple. You know what I'm saying? You know, people need to understand where his anger and demons come from and, and his mental health, you know what I'm saying? So that's something what I want to, uh, in the future, you know, show and show people who he really was. Yeah. And even you, Miss Liza, like, in hindsight, what would you do differently, if anything? 
going back, I, there's nothing really I could do anything different because I loved him unconditionally. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So lady. everything I did was through the power of, of of my intentions of love for him, and I put him first in everything I did, and and even still after his death, I put him first, yeah. and still to the day, you know what I'm saying. So there's really nothing that I could have did different. And I mean, sometimes I think back, I'm stronger now. I could have been, you know, but. You know, I, I did as much as good as I could do with what I had were working with at the time. You know, there was a, a part um, where I remember you saying that uh, he didn't allow you to hang out with fr- like friends. He didn't allow you to watch TV shows. Mm-hmm. And then finally you watched uh, Oprah or I think whoever else was mm-hmm. on at that time. Mm-hmm. And you heard him talking about domestic violence. And it opened up a light for you. Or yeah, that just, was the first time I ever. But knew why wouldn't he let you watch TV shows? I guess because it was something where you got to keep he he to keep a control. You know, he had mm-hmm. no control in his life, mm-hmm. and the only thing that he had control that I allowed him to control was me. So I feel like it's to keep me in the dark. You know what I'm saying? Because if I was to find out or get a. a you know, idea of what life was really like. Or yeah, but how you were touring with him. You don't see what life is like. You're, you're, Not you're, really. You're Sorry. moving around town. You're in different no, states. No, I don't see what life is like. I'm with him all day. I'm yeah. with him all day. I'm with the kids. We're on and off the I bus. So. It's a hotel. We're on the stage. He's performing. So, like, I don't know what street life is like. I don't right. have no interactions with no one else. I only know what the people he allows me to be around and what goes on there. So, that's not really knowing anything about life, about a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's what, what goes on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still... I'm still you isolated. Day. Yeah, I'm home day with out. the kids. Like, out. like she never left the house. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. with him. She was like a hermit. I'm missing third, so it's like. Let me ask him. Start. Very isolated. Would you be able to do that in a relationship? Like oh, what no, she I'm went through. Opposite of her. Yeah, you would be like, no get no the bullshit. fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm not checking nothing. Not that I say bullshit now because I was then. Are you single, Miss Liza? No, even when I was younger. No, yeah, yeah, she was a little different from the beginning, but every um. What I went through with my husband, I never went through that shit again and would never go through. So. Yeah, you got stronger. You know what? And before we even go into what you were saying, Ms. Liz, I definitely want you to X that. But, uh, you know, I, I really admire seeing you because you did, you were a ride or die and you did put him before anybody and you put everybody mm-hmm. and that affected a lot of you. You know, yeah. that hurt you. Yeah. But I like that also you got a chance to stick up for yourself a couple of times, but then you also got a chance to uh, focus on yourself and love yourself right. more. You know, you you said that before multiple times, and I admire that you, you look back at that, and now you, even at a later age, got a chance to love yourself. Right. Because you didn't for a while. No, I didn't for a long yeah. time. I just started recently. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and, and just for people for people who, who go through stuff like that, who may not love themselves, you know, yeah, what's, some, what's, some, what's some of the tools I that mean, you can it's, give them? It's, you know, I, I've been through depression, and depression comes in all states and different levels. And, and you know, and sometimes it's really hard to look beyond what's what you seeing in front right. of you. But you really got to know that, 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 that there's so much better. You got to really just take the time. And sometimes you got to just quiet the noise in your head and just really know that you're worth loving yourself. And when you start experiencing that self-love, that's like... You, you, we're out there looking for love and we're looking for something and we not realize that we're looking for ourselves. Right. And when you really find that self-love and you start tuning into yourself and really loving yourself, you know, it, it's a whole new world. So Yeah, you know, um, Star, we mentioned it before, but we didn't, we, we, we jumped past it. When you t- spoke about being in depression, how did you, I know you said your kid, you know, uh, Ether had helped you really just 
you know, see the light. But what really helped you get out of those holes of depression? Because we all go through, people go through different types of depressions. Mm-hmm. I speak it on all the time. There's sometimes I wake up, I don't even know why I'm depressed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but thank God I got some good family members and some friends that I could talk <laughs> to and tell them. And people don't look at me like, you crazy or just get over it or I'm not mm-hmm. manly enough. I don't, I, I have some good people that I could talk about this stuff with. Mm-hmm. And uh, for a while I didn't. And, you know, so I use my kids really keep me going and really just knowing that, you know, they're, they're the fire and that keeps it burning and, and really just want to be there for them and stuff like that has made me jump out of that hole. What are some of the things that, you know, and tools, especially not only for you, but for people listening that go through depression, you know, what are some of the tools that you could tell them to that help you out? Um, well, with me, it was just really, it was really all like a state of mind, really like, like. Like to this day, like you said, this to this day, like I still wake up like, like, like on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm saying like yeah, to this day, yeah. I still have bad days. Yeah. Like there's still days I wake up on a like, like, like feeling negative right. Right? for no reason. Yeah. And the other days I wake up positive because it's all like the state of your mind. Nothing happened. Nothing's changed in my life. Really, it's just the way I thought about thinking about the day. Mm-hmm. But um, but really like. Honestly, it was just a want, like, 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 I, I can't explain it. It's just like, I can't explain the the feeling of like really wanting something, like really wanting to do better, like wanting to do, like, that's really the only way to say it. Like yeah. me wanting it more, like really made me like get on my bullshit, like right. really like change my mindset to be positive because like another thing too like what i do is i always constantly think of all the bullshit that's happening around the world that's way worse than what i'm going through that's what helps me out like i'm a person that like i don't really like i don't watch tv on that but i I like to like read about stuff that's happening around the world that like i didn't know like you know there's people and you know people in another world country right now like they eat literally they're literally eating cookies out of dirt like they're making dirt cookies and that's what they're eating so i think of shit like that and then real quick i just snap out of what the fuck i'm going through because i really like i give myself reality checks like that's what i do i do shit Mm. like that like you know even like you know a few weeks ago it was snowing there's people in the city that's outside homeless in the cold like shit like that like that what brings me when I think of stuff like that, that's what brings me yeah. like a little. Sure, you know, life that, is that, that, that was, that bad. Like life ain't bad because you know I have a home. I'm eating every day. I'm around my family, and I make money every day. Like what I'm really mad about, and I'm really mad because I'm not where what I want to be at. But like considering, like I always, I, I sometimes downgrade all the shit I've been through. Like right. sometimes I don't really sit back and really look at all. The, yeah, I don't really like your acknowledge. Like I yeah. really went through mash. Like growing up, like before my pops died, after my pops died, like I went through so much bullshit. Like you know, pain, hurt, struggles, and you being the eldest and being the oldest. Yeah. Like I, like I, you know, I, I got it the hardest. But that's like, but I was. It's okay because like God made me to be like that. Like I'm, I, like I was strong enough to carry the weight. Yep. Like you yeah. know, like and my my siblings always looked up to me. Like always, like so, like. I have all that pressure, and even to this day, like I'm not gonna front. I have bad days. I'm always like, sometimes I have an attitude because I'm always thinking of what the fuck I gotta do. I'm always like, and I'm always like, not shitting on myself, but I'm like my worst critique. You know, and and you should be because that's the person who's gonna get you going. You know, you 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 they always say you're your own, you're your worst critic. critic. Yeah, Yeah. and and you know it's funny because you know now you say that now I know sometimes where some of my depression stems from is because as people. 
even at a, at a later age. We're trying to get our shit in order. You know, keep in mind, people see you, again, they think, you know, big pun's daughter. They yeah, see me like, or they see Miss Lister. They think everything's, everything's they see peachy everything's keen. peachy and keen. Yo, I have a, a almost 17-year-old daughter and an almost two-year-old son. I'm trying to figure my own life out every day sometimes. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm responsible for these kids, too. Right. There's a lot of pressure. So that shit makes people, me yeah. nervous and depressed. I mean, I, I'm focused. But what I'm saying is when you think about shit like that and like you're saying, and especially, you know what I realized, too? Being from New York, we spin so much. You know, when you start moving out of, uh, uh, you know, Jersey and start going down south, they're definitely getting their business and moving around. But what I'm saying is we're like, I got all over it's the place. More calmer, it's more you know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and really what I learned to do is, is let God yes. take, you know, because, because to be honest with you, the things we worry about sometimes, we kind of laugh about later on. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Like we bug out. Like I never forget, man. Like when I got divorced, man, like I was calling everybody in my family. Everybody, I couldn't. I needed to talk to people. I used to have my cousin. I remember her husband was like, uh, "Honey, you gonna come to bed yet?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I took you as hostage. You know, like you know, go ahead." And then I realized later on, I stopped calling her, and I said, "And when I seen her, I says, I didn't stop calling you because I didn't. I, you know, because um, you know, I, I just didn't want to. I, I didn't need to anymore. I guess what I'm saying is, you know, it's good to, you know, use your." your family and your surroundings and your people to uplift you yeah. and really find something to really just generate that. Because, yeah. you know, as people, you know, everyday life is, it, it gets, it gets depressing. Yeah. But you, like you said too, you know, we, we it, people always have a worse, but anyway, um, mm -hmm. sun, let, let's go over the sunglasses again. It's called, <laughs> it's called, yeah, it's star view. Yes. And, um, and people <laughs> could check them out and, and, and order some on. Uh, on realstarview.com, which, okay. is, which is my name, Reels, my, was R-I-O-S. Oh, so it's realstarview.com. Yeah. Okay, R-I-O-S. Like star Reels backwards, mm -hmm. realstarview.com. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Um, Check out them shades on there. So yeah. dope. <laughs> yep, yeah. I, you know, I, there's so many flavors. I love the way it looks. You got like the the amber rose look. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you got. Yeah, the I really try to. Um, I try to get a, like because me, I like to like I'm, my style is really different, eccentric. I don't like to really like mm -hmm. wear regular plain glasses, but I do have that option because a lot of people they don't like crazy shit. Right. They're like you know, I just want some simple aviators or something, but. I have like <laughs> I have a lot of crazy styles too for the for the funky people you know for the weirdos or the, yeah. you know those are the, the weirdos are the normal people in this world now it's right and Trust back me. then that was I was the weirdo because I used to have like colored eyebrows and yeah. crazy shit and people used to make fun of me and now that seems like what's in right it's just funny You've to been me on trend. <laughs> but, but also I would say in order in my mindset I'm thinking just from the years experience I'm saying if you're not weird you're not creative. Yeah. You know, like be weird in your own way. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and, and, and because people, if, if you're going to be like everybody else, then what, yeah. what are you? You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like, and then when you're different, people judge you. Right. But then when you do something yeah, yeah, different and it pops, yeah. they love you. Yeah. You understand? That rhymed, you see? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Big Pun. <laughs> um, what else would you do? Actually, you were saying something. I think Miss Lisa wanted to know if Miss Liza Rios is single. Mm. Oh, I did. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> yes, Don't be getting into her love life. Listen, nah, yeah, you the one brought it back up. Well, I didn't want to <laughs> let your uh, right because huh? I was going to ask her. I was going to ask them their um, top three rappers in order. Um, well, let's start. Let's start with who's Big Pun's rappers. Oh, well, his was um, Dylon, 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 Dylon. No, it, Big Pun. It was I know Rock it was Kim. Rakim. Yep. Um, King. Big Daddy King. And um, um, Coogee Rap. 
Wow. I just seen the Coogee Rap and Kane show recently. Oh, that's right. That's right. I seen you take some pictures with yeah, them. Shout out to Kane, cool. man. That's Kane cool. is, for, uh, pun intended, but forever a smooth operator. No, he was he was killing it on the stage still. I yeah. was like... Yeah, pun loved, pun looked up yeah, to them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then later on, he loved Nas. Like that was his. Wow. Like, he loved Black Thought. You know what I'm saying? So he had a, he had a few. Who else did he? Do you remember who else he? Uh... I mean, those are the ones that he named that that he that he really looked up to at the beginning. Then from everyone else, it was just you know competition. Just yeah, listening yeah. to right. Uh, yeah. Now, what about you? Me. All time. I don't know. Old time, because I listen to so okay. What, what about you, Star? You say who? Who, who, you, about rap who are you listening to now? Um, right now I listen to like a lot of underground. Honestly, I hate mainstream. Um, okay, who? Yeah, um, I listen to, but it's not rappers. Who it saying. doesn't matter. Who do you listen to? I listen to some chick called Doja Cat. I don't okay, ever heard of her. Um, mm-hmm. is uh, that like some some rock and roll shit? Like what EDM? is it? Nah, she's like some. It's like stoner music. Okay, like, sing, like <laughs> <laughs> that's the new bar, mom. Um, <laughs> not um. Oh man, um, I listen to Bob Marley. Yeah, I'm not gonna front. I really listen to from, other shit from like Bob Marley to like to Mini Rippertons. Like, <laughs> yeah, to like trap music. I'm an old like, head. Um, I listen fact. to. I'm not gonna front. I listen to the trap music and shit. Uh, I used to despise it, but I finally embraced it. Um, but um, yeah, I listen to everything, yo. I really can't say my top three. I used to be like a Loopy Fiasco fanatic, a uh, Nas fanatic. Um, I used to call myself Star Wheels the Cool, like forever, because of Lupe. Beyonce is my idol. I love How her. did you feel about <laughs> Beyonce giving the middle finger? With Miss Tina, that that's that's my. I love that picture. You did, yeah. yeah I love that. Y'all loved it. <laughs> hey, listen, the, I can the, see y'all doing that. The Queen Bee got twins on the way, man. I can't wait to see that stroll they come out with, man. It's gonna have oh, like oh, it's gonna be like a hoverboard. I can, I, yeah, it's, it's gonna be next level shit. Yo, you she know, has to come up with a kids how, line. How true is it that pun? You know, when we spoke about Torm before, I forgot to even ask you this, but I heard that pun didn't like the tour. He liked to, wanted to just stay home with his family. I mean, yeah. I mean, the less, I mean, if he had his choice to stay home, he he had in his mind. He said one day he wanted to have a home that had everything in it, like Starbucks and everything. Yeah, that. Was, yeah. I so like, when he wouldn't have to ever leave his crib. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna build this. I'm Starbucks. Nigga want to live in the and mall. Then, like, he don't ever want to ever leave his house. But yeah, Yo, you still speak to his sister. Um, there's two of them that I speak to. Yeah, one of the oldest one. I don't. We never really had much of a relationship. Christine, shout out to Christine mm-hmm. and um, Penelope. You know, that's the older one from him and his father. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a little up and down, but we still speak. And then the younger sister from the father's side, me and her speak. Mm-hmm. Now, you uh, last time I seen you, you were going to put a book out, and um, you've been still been. You got back to it. You're working on it. Yeah. Maybe come out. Maybe hopefully the end of this year. Maybe yeah, hopefully. I mean, it's just been me writing it. So if I push it, yeah, I'm hoping. Well, I think, honestly, to be honest with you, I think that a book would resonate not only with hip-hop, not only with being Big Pun's wife, but more importantly, uh, again, I said you were a trooper. You know, you you, you sacrificed your life. You've been through domestic violence. Mm-hmm. You know, you made it through, like, shout out to Barry Manilow. I don't really listen to him, but you made it through the rain, you know? And, and <laughs> but, but uh, nah, I think that's inspiring. I told you this before. I told you this before. Nah, it's inspiring because, you know what? Nah, definitely. Thank you. You, you, were in, you were in turmoil and in love. And people, and you know what it was. So I was thinking about the other day about me and him. Is like, while we was going through our bullshit as a as a couple, 
um, I went through a lot, and I still had to be there for him 100%. Yeah. I was there loving him lonely. And then after he passed away, I was um, I, I still was still with him. I never had, I never put myself, yeah, I never put myself first. So, mm, mm. but now it's time. Well, hey, listen, you've been putting first. yourself, internet, so listen, also make sure you spend some time with yourself. You know, I, n- I remember times where- To my masturbation? No, mm. well, that, that too. But, but, but honestly, I think people are afraid sometimes to be anymore. alone. Yo, honestly, spending spending time. No, no, I'm not talking about only masturbation. Stop being, stop being a freak. Said love yourself. I've been loving a lot of myself. Internet, listen, slide up and miss listen those DMs. No, oh my god. Send them dick pics over there to her because uh, she sounds like. At least they don't listen to that part. Do not do that. Yeah, send them eggplants. I'm going to report you, and you're going to be sad. That's being a snitch. If someone sends you dick pic, you could just block them. Don't report them. I'm not. No, they're not invited to the block party. I'm (laughs) definitely going to just. Report. I'm gonna flag you more than. Oh, you know what? You know we need to give credit to for to, for Liza too is because yo, uh, not only was she a ride or die, but somebody who really helped steer the career still to this day. But you know what? Also, when Pom was 700 pounds, I remember telling you, you had sex with him, and I was like, yo, how the Wait, fuck do you have <laughs> sex with 700 pounds? <laughs> And she was like, I ride that motherfucker. And I was like, oh, shit. That's what it is. Yo. He talking about not being a freak, right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's like Maury. He be hyping it. I'm low. Liza, let me ask you. How the hell do you have to send a low? Honestly, for the internet, I want to know, for all the big men out there, you have any advice? How did you have sex at 700 pounds? I mean, it, it, it was, it, it had to be creative, but it was me, <laughs> me, me doing the work. You know what I'm saying? But looking back, you know, I was just doing it because I was just doing my duties. Oh my but God. Yeah. it wasn't, I don't think either of us was having that much of a great time. Yeah. No, you know I think saying? I was having and, a good time. And, you know, it was at one point, but now our host is, girl, you gotta. Was he really as good as he said at. La lengua. Let me tell you something. If we talk about our whole sexual relationship, that's a whole nother show, yeah, and it's not have, even. Can we save it for the show. It's not <laughs> even. Part it's two. not even. Um, it's not even like that. Oh, yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying, like you know, you gotta understand, like being with someone who's abusing you, it's hard to then yeah be to turn around and yeah. be like, oh yeah, the same hands are choking me. Now you want to, you know, what I'm saying, choke. Yeah. Like, you wanna, now you want to choke. You know what I'm saying? So it's you just like do that sexy choke after you done. Tina turned me. So it kind of like dampers the romance of yeah. anything and our relationship as a loving married couple, yeah. like what, of, you know, being intimate. You know, the intimacy that you go through, not even, I'm talking about real intimacy, not even like sex, like real intimacy, like there's none of that there because the relationship became so volatile that there was no room for growth for us, you know what I'm saying, as a couple. It just, you know, I was there and he was just obsessed, you know, you know, wanted control and, you know, possessive, you know, and I was just dealing with a madman for years, just dealing with it and just trying to survive, read the kids. And then at the same time, him, you know, becoming a famous person yeah. under that umbrella. And you were like security sometimes. Yeah, yeah I was security. Like, yeah, I, yeah, like, have... I was the number one security. You used to carry around. the gun on you. All How... the time, if I was there, that was the one that, I, if, if anybody was around, if I was there, I was the one that to look out for. mm Cause that was my main priority. Like, so where'd you right, stash in the jacket? I'm on the I'm right here in the back of my on you know I'm on top of you. And they the never search you back. when you would go places. I don't search anywhere. No, no one searching me. Look at that man. See back in the day. And that's then what... back in there I had to stash in the car. So I had you know we had tools in the car. Like I used to sleep with the gun in my pillow, like under my pillow. Prodigy came on here oh, and spoke shit. about a time where he went to Big Pun's house and uh, he left his gun in the car. And Pun liked uh, a Prodigy, but he did say like yo. You know, he, he played with him. He's like, Wait, where's your gun? 
And he's like, oh, I'm not going to bring it in your house. And then he made everyone in the house pull out a gun. And he's like, see, right now we, we could take you out if we want. He said it was like 14, <laughs> 15 people that pulled out a gun on Prodigy. And we're like, yo, you know, don't slip up like that. Yeah. Yo, how many how many guns do you remember him having? He had, he had a gun in the pillow. I had a gun in the pillow. There was guns upstairs. We had shotguns. We had guns. How, how many in that fucking house? I don't know. We had the, we had the, uh, he had the nickel plated 45. Then we had the snub nose. And then we had a 44. God then damn. Then we had a double shotgun. Shotgun, yeah. Yeah, and and he was into knives too before that, right? Yeah, he had a lot of knives, knives. Fucking with, um, pun, like man. With, uh... yeah, from pun was a playing with those fucking weapons. Hey, listen. Yeah, but I love guns too, so it, it, it didn't make it easy. It was like I was—I I grew up around guns. My father had right. guns, so it was something that was—it was, it was yeah, both not was out the norm. It. So it probably made it worse that we both love guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So listen, internet. As we wind the episode down, I want to give you listen, Star Rios, Liza Rios. Um, you know, I, I just—I I, like I said before, I love your story, Liza, just in the fact of I think it's inspirational. Even for people that could sit here and say, hey, you should have did things different or you were in a relationship that really wasn't that good. When you're in it, you don't even know how to yeah, move it's sometimes. it's all a learning lesson. That's why I say it. Like, a lot of people can criticize and everything, but at the end of the day, we could all learn from each other. And, yeah. yeah, and I think that's yeah. what we're here for. And Star, too, you know, I, I love you. You know, I think you've got a great road ahead of you. I love your uh, entrepreneurial skills. And she about to drop that mixtape. Yeah, <laughs> so listen, where, where can they find you um, on uh, Instagram? Um, my Instagram is uh, star underscore reels, and my Facebook is star reels. Um, my Twitter is star reels the view. Um, my yeah, God, you're all of, don't be giving you a mehente. You want mehente? Nah, that's <laughs> okay. it. Just so like, the main <laughs> social media, the main ones. Um, and what's the website again? My website is reelsstarview.com. And where you can get the merch internet is bigpunpl.com. P-L.com. And, and I'm on Instagram, P-U-N, pun underscore is underscore her so pun it's her yeah pun mm-hmm. is her and you got the merch going there and we got we yeah. got a book coming listen internet oh we got the official pun movie. on Instagram so follow that if you don't want to follow me that's good <laughs> follow uh, um, you know official big pun on Instagram that's where I put all the merch and his you know site is up on there and everything so yeah hey listen you know um, legends never die no they never, never die and you know what you know like I said we definitely um, I think none just, of us do actually <laughs> well, true, true. No, but I think as a whole, I, I said it before, I'll say it again. You know, uh, hip-hop really appreciates um, Big Pun and, and, and really just like what he contributed. But at the end of the day, people don't understand there's lives and families. And that's why I wanted y'all to come to not only talk about that, but just talk about like, you know, what y'all went through. So, and, mm-hmm. and I think that, because because people just see Big Pun and think like, ah, you know, it's yeah, a rapper. It's, 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 yeah. But there's real lives. There's real, real lives that are affected yeah. by it and move and, 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 and that and come up. What's the documentary again? What's the name of that? Uh, mine is uh, Star Reels, the firstborn and documentary. Then, check out the video of your highness. And yeah, you have to check out my first Yo, ever music video. It's a freestyle um, it's uh, it's called. Your Who directed Highness. the documentary again? Um, the um Dante, Dante Luna. Luna and Joseph Rivers. Dante, yeah, yeah. Yes. And shout out, yeah, you know what? Shout out to my guy D Wells because he's the one who told me about. Uh, them doing a documentary and he's yeah. like hey you should reach out to them I was like I yeah, really know Liza yeah they're really yeah. good people they reached out to me they were like they're like it's like to the point that they do all my projects that I have like we have like this bond like a loyalty kind of thing mm-hmm. like I feel like everything I do they have to be a part of like, yeah. and that's dope when someone sees your vision you know? exactly and I fuck with them because they reached out to me and they believed in me so much that they just like they drive from Boston. Right. Mm-hmm. They're not even from here. Mm-hmm. So for them to drive to Boston and they do shit out, like out of love. Yeah. So then you know they already believe. They in really it. believe in yeah. me, and they really be- and they and I'm and 
and like we help each other like and everything we did has been great and we only be getting great feedback from the documentary and the music video so um i just i just hope that we get that uh, biopic is it it's is not that, biopic? It's not, you know biopic. Okay. You know what? You don't even gotta say a biopic. That's the word of the day. It's gonna be a movie. I hope we get a big pun movie. It's a movie. Fucking you know? biopic. Little so brown hairs everywhere. It's mm-hmm. a movie. That's mm-hmm. right. A little brown hairs. Little brown. <laughs> anyway, little blonde hairs. Everywhere. Anyway, listen. <laughs> Internet. Make sure you subscribe, yeah, rate, her. leave a comment, tell a friend to tell a friend. Make sure you fuck with Liza Rios, Star Rios, everything they got going on. Thank so you guys. Dope. Thank you guys for stopping by. Yo, thank thanks you. for having me, man. Uh, of course, it's, great, it's, man. it's family in the building. Definitely. And, um, and congratulations on your show, man. That's oh yeah, yeah, like, most definitely. Listen, yeah, it's funny. Time it was, last time I seen you, Lisa was outside. Yeah, yeah how funny, I met Miss Liza. How, how funny is that? Do we? Yeah, last time I was on crazy. the comeback. Yeah, Jackson and show. I did like an yeah. after show that yeah. I, like deboed. I was like, I'm interviewing all y'all guests yeah. afterwards. Now what? It's like a year and a half later. A year yeah, later. yeah, yeah, year and a half later. Now yeah, we we, we, we unified. Yeah. Yeah. Killing it. Yeah, yeah. Listen, awesome. We you never together. know internet. You never know your journey. Just keep That's pushing. Right. That's right. Keep That's pushing right. by. And listen, um, long live uh, Big Pun. Always. And um, I'm not a player. I'm not a player. <laughs> Fuck a lot. A but player. you're still a hater. <laughs> I'm not a hater. Internet, see you next episode. Subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Yes. Cheer. Cheer. Peace.